What's up? Josh, motherfuckers. What's papers. up? How you doing there, buddy? Not bad. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Hey, do you know where Corey's from? Was he born in Seattle? We don't know. Yeah. That's weird. His profile, his challenge profile doesn't list it like most do. We can just ask him. Just tell him. We, sh- <laughs> your, your hometown is a secret, bro. Fill the beans. <laughs> he don't want you to know. The heck? Breaking fucking news. Where are you from? <laughs> What's up, man? You excited? Uh, of course I'm excited. But when <laughs> we get to talk about his IMDb credentials, I just want to be like, you know, because you listed the 90210. Yeah. You see what he's listed as, right? The cute guy. Yeah. <laughs> he plays cute guy. Yeah. And that's where it started. No. Get it. <laughs> I am already already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, God. What are you going to do? You're, I'm going to say you may know him from Challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies. You might also know him from HBO's 12 Dates of Christmas. Or from talk, hearing Josh and us talk about him as Corey motherfucking Lay, <laughs> you might also know him as the cute guy from 90210. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm you're, in, you're in four episodes or something, and they don't even give you your name. They just give you Ice Cream Bender. I'm like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on, bro. Come on. It's four episodes. That's give messed up. Yeah, right. Fuck. NCIS basketball player. Josh is stoked, man. Yeah. You've been working on this one for a minute. Well, I am. Um, I failed though because I had started Twelve Dates of Christmas and then um, with Day, and then we got sidetracked, and I never got back on it. So I kind of feel bad about that part. That's where mm. I dropped. It happens. Well, sir, you did more than I did. <laughs> I've been fucking busy as shit all weekend. Oh my god, it's did, been ridiculous. Did no research. Like we left yesterday at like nine in the morning. Didn't get back till like one o'clock. Going school shopping for the kids. But that was just the first round. Yeah, and then, then we, we had to go to Target. Yeah, and get more school shit. And then we had to come home and wash everything and make the house look like Disney on ice. I mean, like I watched. It did not happen in ten minutes. <laughs> did you no. have time for Beth Bath and Beyond? No, fuck no, no bro. I wanted to. I had to go back to Target a second time. So, like, technically went to the store like three fucking times yesterday. Yeah, I had to return some shit. And then today, grocery shopping. had to go grocery shopping I, first thing in the morning. And I gave Karina the fucking off. I was or the out. I was like, I'll go. You got a lot to work on here. And she's like, okay. And, uh, and then, like, I waited three minutes. I was like, so are you going to the store? She's like, no. Fucking, you literally just yeah. told me to stay home. Like, why would I? No, I'm not. I got just Luke ready and resolve. I did not. <laughs> but, uh, dude, I fucking, I took out, like, the stuffing from the back of the couch and, like, washed the cushion, like, covers. Yeah. Oh, and okay. it's not, like, a giant piece of stuffing. It's, it's like, just, like, It's like a whole bunch of there. shredded foam in there. It was like three three bags, garbage bags full of stuffing per cushion, and there's three cushions. Yeah, that was fun. Wow. Yeah. But the couch, part of it looks new, just not the part you can't wash. Not the chase. Yeah, you can't take the chase part off. It doesn't yeah. come off. Aww. So oh, it well. does not look clean. There you go. That's what you get at the Challenge Fan podcast, hearing about us, <laughs> our cleaning routines. <laughs> Josh Dude, is we went wild in this house, though. We washed everything that could possibly be fucking washed, like blankets, sheets, 
fucking just any piece of clothing that we saw. I was like, I don't know if this is clean or dirty. It's dirty. It's getting washed. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Everything. Like, oh, my God. That's funny because I'm I just switched clothes over to the dryer like five minutes ago. Yeah, I usually do my laundry on Sundays and I fucking did it last night. at like midnight. cut me off. Yeah. Jumped right in. Yeah. I wasn't even done with my shit. He just started doing his. I'm like, what is this? This is this is not laundry protocol. OK, like <laughs> there was is... nothing about yesterday that was per protocol. <laughs> All right, let's just every fucking, man for himself. <laughs> I spent like fucking four hundred dollars on school supplies and clothes. Yeah. Let alone another 200 on fucking cleaning supplies. Like nothing about yesterday was protocol. No. Thank goodness. I only have one kid in school. Oh, fuck. We only Dude, got we're two. We're going to have three next year. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to fucking. We're going to have all shit. three in school next Motherfuckers year. Motherfuckers better start listening to this podcast more. We're going to start charging you all. <laughs> Get to subscribe to hear our interviews. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hello. Oh. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> Great. Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. So I'm going to grab a second pair of headphones in case these ones die because I forgot to charge them last night. So <laughs> can I have like 30 seconds and I'll be right yeah. back? You okay. take all the time you need. All right. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Sweet. Josh has got butterflies. You can tell. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and I'm back. Yay. We have, we have a corded headset just in case this one dies too. But hopefully it doesn't die, but you know, we'll see. Wow, that the audio quality on those is the mic on those headphones too? No, I have a I have oh. a like oh, a, nice. from back when I was I used to do a little bit of Twitch here and there. And so I yeah. got like a super nice microphone. And so yeah, I'm glad I'm glad it here. It sounds good. It sounds this amazing. Ma- this makes my job so easy. I love this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully getting my my voice to the podcast, you know, will be will be good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's it's gonna be great. Like we've had some <laughs> uh, some bad ones where people are like in a completely wooded room with oh like gosh, their Bluetooth no. speaker, and it's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully it's not loud, or you know, I'm in a nice, you know, on the top floor of my building. You know, whatever. No, so you hopefully sound great. Nothing super loud outside. <laughs> yeah. So Corey, I know this has been a long time in the running. Um, yeah. My name's Ricky Hayes. This is my wife Karina, and then hey, hey. we have Josh in the yellow and red Chiefs gear. Yes, yes, yes. What's up, Josh? Team Washington in the house. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you so much for hopping on with yeah. us. Oh, of course. Sorry I didn't do it sooner. You know, no. I was hoping for a better uh, time to do it, but now, there's no better time than now. So, yeah. You know what? We, we'll take any time you give us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Corey, I look, I wanted to go through and do like a bananas esque, like, introduction but then okay. i started reading through everything and i was like i'm not going to be able to do this this is i'm not well for one i'm not bananas but i was so surprised like looking through like kind of like your biography mm-hmm. on imdb like you're you've done video game and app development mm-hmm. you've been in multiple different shows including ncis 90210 we mm-hmm. did notice that your uh, your name on 90210 was cute guy. So <laughs> props for that one. And then you know, obviously 12 dates of Christmas on HBO as yeah. well as the challenge spies, lies and allies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully looking forward to a lot more on there. But hope just, so. yeah, it, you need to come back. I mean, we've talked uh, at 
nauseum about your elimination, your first <laughs> one against, I believe it was Renan and then Renan, yeah. 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 And where you pretty much single-handedly did all of that. And it was incredibly impressive. Um, Thank you. It gave Karina nods of CT with bananas on his back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the best I can do for an introduction, but I want to thank you so much for hopping on with us. Oh my gosh. I'm just, you know, I'm flattered to be here. Like all three of y'all have been just super supportive to me the entire time since, Aww. you know, everybody else is like, who's this random guy from 12 dates of Christmas. And, you know, Josh has always been super friendly and you guys have always been people that were supportive when, you know, not, not people are not always supportive online. So it's nice to yeah. have yeah. people who are consistently nice and kind. And, you know, I, so I'm really happy to be here. Oh, well, yeah. like I said, Aww. we're we're stoked <laughs> to have you on. Um, uh, so one thing we do kind of want to do is kind of get, you know, the background on Corey Lay outside of what we see from a TV edit, right? Because yeah. we can only get so much of who you really are. I mean, we all follow you. So we I think we get a little bit better of an idea, but yeah. mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at hiding things, too. Like, <laughs> yes, you know, you like no, nobody knew I worked at Pokemon until I decided to quit and post about it. You know, like I, yeah. I, I make sure to keep certain parts of my life to me and the people around me, yeah. you know, because, you know, you, you have to have some type of separation from oh, yeah. the world. But yeah, yeah, I'm happy to talk about anything. I'm an open book. So everything nice. is open. Fantastic. So <laughs> I guess uh, what we'll start with is where are you originally from? Are you from the Seattle area originally or? Uh, no. So I was born in Los Angeles in South oh. LA in Carson. I lived there oh. until I was about five. My parents relo- relo- relocated us to Oceanside which is by San Diego. Yep. Um, and I was there until I was 18. Then went back to LA. I was in Vegas for a little while. I was in Seattle. Then I left Seattle. Now I'm back in Seattle. So <laughs> it's always been West Coast, but I've moved around a little bit. That's crazy. You were seeing some of those towns. So um, we, I lived in Temecula for a while. So we went to oh, Oceanside wow. all the time. Yeah, My mom and is then, in Marietta, which is like right next to Temecula right now. So I'm pretty sure that's where my brother and like my stepmom live right now. Oh my gosh, small world. Um, How funny. Yeah, yeah, small world. Like I went to Hemet High School, just to kind of put it out okay. there. Okay, it was always hot. That's my one memory of it. I don't know much <laughs> other than that. That's it's hot and there's a lot of old people. <laughs> right. That's where my great grandparents lived. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, I had a buddy who lived in Carson uh, and we used to go stay at his house all the time when we lived in Vegas and it was oh right gosh, by Carson also. Park. So it's yeah. coinc- serendipitous, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? So before TV, before moving to Seattle doing video game development, what was like yeah. your dream? What did you want to do? What was Corey Lay? Yeah. So, I mean, my dream was video games. Um, when I was a little <laughs> kid, it's like, so I played a lot of sports. I did like football, track, basketball, tennis, everything. Wow. But I also like, if I wasn't doing that, I was just sitting at home playing video games and me and my oldest brother, David would bond playing games. And so in middle school and high school, I actually taught myself how to program so I could make games. Oh, wow. And <laughs> that's what I did with a lot of my free time. I was just like this super nerdy athletic kid. And then when I was like 20, I got my first job in the gaming industry. So it was always gaming. You know, I've always like loved pop culture, too. So I think it's no surprise to anyone that I'm like interested in TV stuff and being on TV. And I like I like attention. I like being entertaining. Mm -hmm. I think it's just part of who I am. So like who I am today at 30, I turn 32 tomorrow. So it's just, yay, almost a birthday. Uh, Like me at 32, (laughs) it's like, I'm doing the things that I wanted to do as a kid. It was always video game development. And then 
some form of athleticism and then some form of like being an entertainer. So, right. You know, I think I'm kind of doing what I always wanted to do right now. Dude, that's so that's awesome. So cool. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I feel very blessed and very lucky. Well, I mean, the fact that you've had like this consistent dream yeah. too, and you've mm-hmm. taken the steps needed to achieve that. I mean, Dude, that's awesome. I mean, I, I, I can be honest. I didn't want to do marketing and be an operations <laughs> manager when I was 10, but here we yeah. are, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so what led you into like doing acting too? Yeah. So I just self-expression. Um, I, I'm just a person who likes to be able to be creative, which is part of where my video game like persona and stuff comes from. Like even as a gamer, it's like I like to play RPGs where you're living another another life going through a huge narrative and some fantasy world. And like, we think about like acting, it's kind of the same thing. It's you're experiencing yeah. other people's stories, but you're the person now like expressing it. Mm. Um, and it was just, it was just a lot of fun. Like I haven't done anything acting wise in ages, but I used to do improv classes and acting classes all the time. I did a lot of That's commercials cool. and, you know, I only did a couple of like real TV credits and things that were actually like, you know, on my IMDb, but it's something that I just, I just, I just like being expressive and creating and having fun and like telling stories, whether it's in video games or not. So yeah. That's so cool. That's really awesome. <laughs> what were the commercials are? Oh my gosh. Um, they were just always random things like me and my brother, my, so I have two older brothers. There's David and Brian. Brian's the middle one. Brian is also like an entertainer type person. And like, I think my favorite thing I ever did is we did like some type of, um, it was like some medical commercial together. Like him and I were like booked together because we had the same agent. Um, and it was like some ad in some magazine thing. Mm-hmm. But we were just like the the main person's like family in the background. So it was like super fun to do stuff with my brother. Um, but like I'm trying <laughs> to think there was the closest I got to like a super big commercial was like a McDonald's one. I like I almost booked it. They had me on like availability. They're like, oh, my God, Corey, you're like, it's you and one other guy. And it was going to be like lip syncing in a shower, like as I'm like doing <laughs> something. Um, and yeah, I didn't get it. But that was like it was super close to like, you know, a super huge paycheck because commercials pay a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. but mo- it's like it's insane. And then there's like residuals that they keep playing the commercial. Like, you know, maybe I'll get one one day, a big one <laughs> one day. Well, I mean, I think that's really impressive. I mean, the fact yeah, that it, I mean, awesome. obviously, there's a lot behind the scenes to mm-hmm. get roles and all of that. But the fact that, you know, you kind of just decided to pick it up and that you were able to get these different roles in like 90210 mm-hmm. uh, and Which they cut my lines. I was supposed to have lines in this episode and like somewhere on the oh. cutting room floor. So you still see me in the episode. Yeah. But like yeah. I had this whole little like cute little moment and then when I actually watch it on TV. It's like none of it's there, but you know, it is what it is. I still got paid. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> it is what it is. And I still get like, I, I get residuals for that. And sometimes, well, it's not very much now, but I'll get like a penny every three months. I used to get a couple hundred dollars every couple months, but you know, as people start to watch other things, I don't get yeah. much anymore. Yeah. But yeah, that was super. I actually really loved that show, like the reboot of 90210. So going on to it, I was such a big fan. That's um, awesome. Yeah. It could have been my big break, but it wasn't, I guess. Oh, well, you never know. It might lead to something new. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right. Right. Next. You know, it's, yeah, it's all, it's all up <laughs> onto the next uh, stepping stone on that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Corey, how did you get into 12, uh, the 12 dates of Christmas? Is that something yeah. that you like actively went after or? Uh, no. So I've been lucky when it came to both the challenge and 12 dates of Christmas. I didn't try to make it happen. It just happened. Um, so 12 dates of Christmas. So like 
one, I'm a big hopeless romantic. Like if you ask me about anything, I'm probably daydreaming about falling in love. Even You know, I'm still single, whatever. <laughs> but like, I'm such a big dreamer. I also love Aww. reality TV. Like I've always loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've wanted to be, I wanted to be on it forever. I just didn't ever apply to anything or take the steps to do it or think that I ever would ever get a chance. Yeah. Uh, but I got an Instagram DM from like a casting producer, what, three years ago now, I think. And it was like, hey, do you have any interest in being on a Christmas themed dating show? So aside from being a hopeless romantic, I also really love the holidays. Like I'm like, <laughs> it's not even like a joke. I literally listen to Christmas music all the time. Uh, it's my favorite time of year. I just like the happiness, the family, the giving. Like my family makes Christmas a big thing with our big extended family. And yeah. so it's always like a, a happy time of year for me. And so when you put those two things together, I was like, yeah, of course I want to do this show. So I like emailed them back or DM'd them back on Instagram. And literally within two and a half weeks, I was on a plane to Austria to go film it. Like wow. I was one of the last people that they cast on it. Whoa. I think they were like, we're missing something. And then somehow they found me. And uh, yeah, it was such a quick turnaround, but it was so fun. I didn't find love, you know, if anyone's ever seen it, seen the show, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't find love, but it was a, it was a really super fun experience. What a cool location to film it. I was going to say, yeah, yes, did, I know. Did you get to like explore around? And so I haven't seen the show. So yeah. Yeah. So we, for like a couple of my dates, I got to like go to the Alps and we, I think we had like, we had like oh, hot chocolate. So cool. We like had a snowball fight. It was super fun, super cute. Uh, another date we went into like the city. I don't know what the city was, but some city over there. Uh, and we made, we got taught how to make apple strudels by some, uh, by some chef or some baker. And oh, so I guess it's for a little bit of the city, but like, it's very controlled, much mm-hmm. more control yeah. than the challenge was. So it's like, they take you to a location, you leave, you can't really explore. You can. And also I think no, this wasn't during COVID yet. This was right before COVID. So things weren't shut down because of that. It's just they didn't. It's just for the for the sake of how the show was, it was very much super controlled and I didn't get to explore, unfortunately, but I had a lot of fun. It was really pretty. I want to go back one oh, day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I bet. I wouldn't blame you on go one. Like, I've never been. It's I but I see videos of it. I'm like, God, it looks gorgeous. And yeah, Sound of Music was filmed in the um, castle that we were staying at, which is like one of the cool things about it. Oh, wow. dude, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen that movie. But um, you know, <laughs> I think I saw it when I was like two or three. My mom tells me it's so I know the, long, isn't it? That's what yeah. I heard. Well, I know, I know, like the clips I've seen, like where they do the like uh, Julie Andrews, where she's running up the hill and it's the sound of music. Oh, yeah. I know that clip by heart. <laughs> right, yeah, I know, we all know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't on that hill, but other parts of the movie were right. where we filmed. That's so that's cool. A, that's awesome. So how did that lead into the challenge? You said it kind of happened by accident. I would assume one of the producers or something saw you on 12 Dates of Christmas. And Yeah. So uh, uh, a person who's now my manager um, just DM'd me on Instagram. And I think he, you know, I think they're always scouting for like new talent to help mm-hmm. because he's he's been involved with challenge casting stuff forever. And um, he's always like looking for new rookies. And I just got a DM that was like, hey, have you ever thought about being on the challenge? Uh, and I was like, Fuck yes. Like the challenge is literally <laughs> growing up. This is that was one of the shows that I literally would watch with my friends. And like, I, you know, I fell off, you know, before I was on it. Like I didn't watch for maybe 10 seasons or something. But like growing up, it was so cemented in what I did and watching MTV that I I didn't say I won't say I forgot it existed, but I was like it like unlocked something in my brain. And yeah. I was yeah. like, wait, you're telling me I could be on the same show I used to watch. It? And so, yeah, I was just like I. 
did whatever I could to make sure like any tape I had to send in any pictures, anyone wanted any information they needed about who I am. Like I made sure they had it. And, you know, I, I feel, you know, like I said, I've, I'm, I've been blessed throughout my whole life, but like the challenge coming to my life is a huge blessing. And, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. So yeah, I basically, I got a DM from the person that's now my manager and, uh, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> that's really lucky how that works out. I know, I know. Can somebody else DM me for something? Because I'm bored. I need something right. to do. <laughs> it's getting towards the end of summer. Perfect I time. Know. <laughs> right. Like my DMs are open. Like if you're a casting person, like I'm here. I'm ready for whatever. Right? Next. <laughs> I, look, I'm I'm selfish. I want to see you back on the challenge again. Cause I think yeah. I, in my opinion, you I'm glad you were on the season, but it was the wrong season to be on because if it was anyone else where it wasn't just all the vets against the rookies, yeah, yeah. you have a real chance to make it a distance because I don't see anyone taking you out in in most eliminations. And yeah, I, feel exactly. like- I got really unlucky in the one that me and Michelle got, you know, mm-hmm. but kudos to, to Amber and Huey for beating us. But like it, I watched the rest of that season and then I'm like, all the eliminations that were there, I'm like, no one would have beaten me at any of these no. things. Yeah. But the yeah. one that I happen to get is just the one that I'm going <laughs> to lose. And I'm just like, oh, like, what are, what, what are the odds? But, you oh, know, yeah. I, I fought as hard as I could. And I agree with you. I want to be back. I'm, I'm hungrier than ever to come in and just like prove my worth and what I bring and offer to the table in the challenge world. So, you know, right. we'll, we'll see if that comes my way. But I'm, I'm really like whenever it does, it's, I'm going to come in like a firecracker. I love it. Yeah, I, I was we'll keep mentioning say- your name. Yes, keep doing <laughs> oh, yeah. it. Make sure they don't forget about oh, me, little old me. No, never. <laughs> no. I was gonna say, yeah, it's kind of funny how y- you and Kel's the biggest guys in the house, and probably yeah. the most athletic build get the two eliminations that are not really suited. Yeah. I mean, well, and you might have even beat Huey without Michelle and without Amber. Maybe, I feel like Amber yeah. Really, yeah. Although he is, I, I know I underestimated him a lot the back then, but like he. He has a boxing background, so I'm sure his agility and stuff is pretty good. So who knows, honestly? But I, yeah. all I know is when it comes to like strength based things, I trust myself. Who's going to beat me? I don't even think. Yeah. Some of these legends that we all love that have won the show multiple times. I'm like, put me head to head with them one on one on a strength based thing. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I doubt they're going to beat me. You know, puzzles I'm super confident at math. I'm good at. But then I get this thing where I'm tied together Do you know, it's just like that's the one thing. But. Honestly, that's yeah. what's good about the challenge, in my opinion, is it's always you never know what you're going to get and you have to adapt. So, like, I get yeah. it. I had something that I had to adapt to and I wasn't the best at it. That's OK. Uh, and yeah. next time, hopefully I can one never see an elimination. That would be fantastic. But <laughs> if I do, <laughs> if I do, hopefully it's one that is not so uh, out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. 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 Well, and if I remember correctly, didn't you guys like get stuck or something yeah. while you guys were? So yeah. it was it was my fault. I didn't realize it until after. But like as we were going through the little obstacle course thing, I was like twisting and turning and the rope on it was getting more tied up. And I didn't oh, realize that. Yeah. So it was one thousand percent my fault that we were stuck. But it, at the at the time, I thought it was like, oh, my carabiner is broken or oh, something's broken on it. But it wasn't broken. I just wasn't, right. wasn't paying attention. And to to their credit. Like Huey and, and Amber, they made sure as they were doing it, they were untangling themselves as they were going. So like they right. they wholeheartedly beat beat us, you know, like right. I was just yeah. trying to like power through this thing. And then I got stuck. And then, you know, Michelle's <laughs> all like, Corey, let's go, let's go, let's go. Then Huey's yelling at me. It was it was a frenzy of emotions. But oh, yeah, yeah. It was, oh, yeah. I, I, it's my mess. fault. <laughs> I, I, I tell Michelle still, I'm like, it's my fault. We lost like she's like, no, it was both of us. But I'm like, no, it's 
fault. But, you know, it is what it is. It's kind of the, I mean, it it sucks that you lost, but it's also the beauty of the challenge that it's anything can happen in any one of these random challenges. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think it was kind of like, it's evident too in like the most current season. Like, I don't know if you're watching USA or not. I started it, but I'm not, I'm not fully caught up. Fully caught up. Yeah, yeah, but you know, just some of the eliminations are are different. They're not the same as what we've normally seen. So it's mm-hmm. anything can happen mm-hmm. to anybody. And you do that one ten more times, you probably win nine out of ten. Right. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. You yeah. Know? It's like on, on sports any given Sunday. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you never know yep. the the best person in the world can still lose. And yes. you know, that's that's also something I, I I would tell people it's like, okay, they're afraid to throw in CT. Well, guess what? No, he's not gonna win everything. You know, none, beat him. none of these Jay beat Jay's him. beaten him. Like even you think about, I mean, bananas has lost people. Wes has lost people. Everyone, mm-hmm. Jordan has lost. Like everybody has lost to people. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And you can't be afraid to do things. Otherwise, then you're stunted and stuck and you can never make yeah, it. You exactly. can never do anything. And yeah, like I, you know, I'm I want to go back so that I can like do the things that I said that I would have done. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm friends with a lot of people now from the show, but it's also I know like a lot of them look after each other more than they'd ever look after me. And so if I'm in mm-hmm. the game with them, it's like, I know I have to make certain moves. And if they're, if they're big moves, they're big moves. But if it solidifies my yeah. safety, you have to do that. And I, I don't think a lot of people, at least rookies coming in, have that same mindset because it's so hard and it's so intimidating. And honestly, I was intimidated enough to where I didn't do anything either on my first season. But like, it's like, it's so hard being in that world, oh, or being, yeah. being there, being in the game. But, and then on top of that, yeah. you're going into it knowing some of these people because you you said you watched yeah. the show. So mm-hmm. I mean that yeah. Adds, yeah. adds another level of pressure to it as well. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, like and we're friends now, but like I was heartbroken when Anissa was the first person who threw Aww. me into an elimination yeah. because I I like like that's Anissa. Yeah. She's one of the like first queer women of color I or persons of color ever I'd ever seen on TV just be so themselves, and I'm like how is this person throwing me in? (laughs) And then I was just like, in my head, I'm like, okay, fuck it. Welcome to the challenge. I'm here now. This means that I'm with them. Like I'm part of this game with them. So it is what it is. Like, you know, and it's funny, like they didn't show it, but like afterwards, after we won and we came back that night, I made sure to like talk. I was like, I sat and he sat down. I was like, why me? (laughs) Like, you know what this means to me. And like, there's not a lot of, gay people of color, queer people of color in general, especially men mm-hmm. on the yeah. challenge. And, you know, she basically just told me, oh, I wanted you to go in because I knew you would come back and win. I, I don't know if I believed that <laughs> per se, but I, I'm still glad I won. And like, I, you know, I'm, I love Anissa now. She's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. Yeah. But at the time, I'm just like, did you really have to put my safety at risk of the very first elimination of my very first season of the first time of there being a gay black man or a queer black man since what, Marlon? I yeah. think. Right. So it's just like, you know it is what it is uh but i do love her now and i know <laughs> that she wouldn't do that to me a second time i hope not i don't think she would because we actually talk now and we're friends oh, good. Uh, good, good. but but yeah like i i hope next time <laughs> that does not happen. yeah i was gonna say you're absolutely right on that because i think marlon was the last black male uh that was in the queer lifestyle and then I think yeah. outside of that, it's only been Jose, Jose so a, oh, Jose. a person of color mm-hmm. that's in the. There was Preston oh, as Preston. well. Going back, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, going back further was mm-hmm. Preston. And then. So Jose would be the last 
one then. Uh, Jose before. Oh yeah, because Jose was yeah. yeah, it was after Marlon. Yeah, it was after yeah, Marlon. Yeah, so it was Jose. So yeah. Jose would yeah. be so, the most recent. Oh gosh, that and you're right. That adds a whole nother level of pressure because you feel like you know it's that representation, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. God, that's that's. Dude, what they say, they don't meet your heroes. I know, right? <laughs> Although CT was nice. Like, honestly, the first time I met him, like, we, you know, we go into the house, yada, yada, yada. He was like giving me advice, like, okay, don't come in too strong. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, this, this legend is being super cool to me. Yeah. You know, so it's like some of the legends are cool, but, you know, and I actually, you know, I still love it, Issa. It's just in that moment, I'm like, did you yeah. have to do this? <laughs> uh, but everybody else, like, I think everyone that I've met, uh, except for one person has been super nice to me. <laughs> you can spell the name if you want. We won't. Yeah, this. no, it's uh, I mean, she's not from a season I did, um, but Beth, oh, like, yeah. She's, yeah. she's not nice. No surprise. And, surprise. You know, I was, <laughs> but how did you meet Beth? Uh, I went to Cyrus's birthday party. I think la- last year uh, his 50th yeah. uh, with a bunch of challenge people. Yeah. You know, everyone is so friendly. I'm meeting Kellyanne for the first time. She's amazing. Yeah. I'm meeting all these other people. All amazing. And then I go to meet Beth and I like I go to shake her hand. I'm like, hey, I'm Corey. Nice to meet you. She just like looked at my hand, didn't even shake it and was just like, hi. I'm just like, even if I won, if I was just a fan, that's super rude. But the fact that I'm not just a fan, I'm a a fellow challenger. Like it's equally rude. I'm just like, come on. Like, I don't know. So that's the one person disrespectful um, that was just yeah I don't like that like no. okay maybe I want to shake hands with okay. COVID I don't know but at least be but friendly say, say hi like, like be stuff right it, I felt so weird and I don't like her and then she like she never followed me uh, on anything but then she was DMing me to like share her stuff on Instagram and I'm like no. why would I share anything that you're doing if you don't even talk to me don't follow yeah. me don't like me that's well, I don't know if she doesn't like me but I just I don't know anyway I don't like egos I like everyone is yeah. is equal yeah. Absolutely. everywhere in life yep. and so i just do not do well with egos and unfortunately she had one yeah, she i does. can it, uh, all we know from <laughs> beth is yeah we've never had an opportunity to talk to her but from what i've yeah. seen in the edit, i'm sure she has a sweet side there are some people who love her but you know if you're meeting me for the first time and you're just disrespecting me to you don't even want to shake my hand yeah i you don't you have no, I'm never going to like try to introduce myself to you ever again. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, you know, that's uncomfortable. It is what it is. At, at least throw yeah. the elbow out there and say COVID or something. Yeah, you know, know what like, I mean? Or just be, I don't yeah, know. Be friendly. And then the whole night, it was yeah. just like, I feel like she's the only person who was just being like cold and we're all in the same group of people, same party, all drinking, having fun. And just one person is not yeah. being welcoming. And I'm like, if, that, if that's the only one, you're in good company. No. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, That's the true. only one. Literally everyone else that I've met in the challenge world, even though like I've had my quabbles with people like Amanda and stuff, I actually I don't dislike Amanda. Um, I just didn't like, you know, some of the certain stuff that she was doing at the time. Right. But like I, you know, I still like her and everybody else has been great. So well, I and I was gonna say you you if I remember right, I think it was you and Michaela went to Polly and hang out with Polly yeah, and Cara. Hung out with them in Montana. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. there twice actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah both of them. That's awesome. And that's the thing is like even people that don't like certain characters on the show, it's it's that realization yeah. that they're just characters, right? You know that, mm-hmm. or you're just seeing edits. you're seeing pieces of them, yeah. and I think like the pieces you see of people when they're in a super competitive hyper stressful place are different than who you see when you're just hiking with them in Bozeman yeah. or, you know, like playing and we played guitar hero. Like, you know, it's just, we're sitting there being normal people doing normal things. And yeah, that's why it's like, 
I see people, you know, on all these kind of shows and anytime I meet them, it's like I just try to meet them for who they are in the moment when I meet them, because I don't know the 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 reasons why they behaved a certain way on a certain show. Right. You know, because yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be on Big Brother where you're being filmed 24 hours a day live stream. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it's like to be on Survivor when you're literally like starving and you're, you're dehydrated. <laughs> so it's like I can't, you know, I can't sit here and uh, judge people for how they behave because all we're we're all competing for ungodly amounts of money on these shows. Yeah. And certain sides of us come out in those worlds. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, well, and you know, money can lead to the worst side coming out at yeah. times. I mean, totally. Especially when you feel like you're good. It's, it's falling out of your grasp. Yeah. Like let's right. Why me and Huey, like why I blew up on him. It's like, I knew, okay, I just lost a million dollars, you know? And like, I have this person yelling at me. I'm just going to give them all that I got. Cause I have no reason to hold back. Yeah. So it's just like, you end up in this in real life. I am not, screaming at people all the time you know it it can come out of me if somebody like exit out of me or whatever but like you know i'm obviously we're all normal people doing normal things being put in crazy circumstances (laughs) 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 well i mean yeah how often are are people in their like early to early 20s to like probably mid 30s a few over that are forced to live in a big house in like dormitory status other people you know that was one of my favorite things honestly because i didn't go to college mm-hmm. so i did not have college dorm experience or anything like that and like being on the challenge like you know with what was it 34 yeah people it was a big on my cast. season i guess 35 other people yeah it's like oh my gosh we're like i don't know i don't know some like college people like we're just oh yeah living and <laughs> drinking and partying and doing crazy things and it's like a summer camp for adults who, who were you rooming with when you were there uh so we were like the guest house um but beneath me was Devin. ct was in the room it was oh, nom nice. until nom got sick and then it, nom got replaced with uh ed who took his bed but yeah but ed was in a different room so i think who was in our room uh at some point kyle started sleeping in there oh my gosh. uh <laughs> But yeah, it was all like just, just bet, funny. Bet guys. Yeah. Oh, Amber, when Amber showed up, she came and she moved in. Oh, nice. That's who it that's was. An yeah, awesome and that's room, how her yeah. and I be, got close in, you know, on our in that season. And she also made sure we were clean and tidy because <laughs> we were kind of a mess before she showed up. But it was I love her. it wasn't dirty. It was just like a little bit messy. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing you say that, like rooming with those guys, it, it really does make me think like if you would have gotten through that elimination, yeah. you would have been brought on with Emmy into that like alliance of let's bring two rookies in. And, yeah, and the hot sauce alliance. alliance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, we we bonded so well in that room. Like we would stay up all night just talking about random stuff and you know, like Devin gave us these little like um words of aff- affirmation cards. I still have it. Uh, I don't know which one he gave me, but like, you know, he's you know, he's he's interesting cuz like there's a certain side of him that's like super nitpicky and like if you get on his bad side, he'll like pick at you and yada yada yada, <laughs> but if you're not on that side, Devin is like just a cool, goofy kind of guy. Yeah. And I was worried coming in. I was like, I, you know, I don't know how him and I are going to get along because if for some reason we get off on the wrong like step or on the wrong side of things, like I, I don't do well with people who are picky or like picking at me or yeah. like, you know, like, like the Beth thing. If certain people are just like rude to be rude to me. I, I will like explode in a way that would make Josh look chill. <laughs> like, I, so, so like, I'm glad that Devin and I, you know, we, we got off on a good foot. I've hung out with him a couple of times with Corey and stuff. And you know, he's a cool guy. Oh, that's awesome. Like I, so many people yeah. tell us that though, too. 
Yeah, I, Sorry, I agree. No, 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 it's fine. Um, I was going to ask, like, so walking into the challenge house, um, was there someone there that you had a preconceived notion that you wouldn't be able to become friends with and that you end up becoming friends with? I wouldn't say I thought that I wouldn't be friends. It was just I was super hesitant about the Devin thing because, mm-hmm. you know, I had just, you know, the season before was was it double agents, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and total madness. Like, I just saw how those went and like how him and, and Josh were like at each other's throats the whole time. And I'm just thinking that if this happens to me with him, it's going to go. It's going to be insane. So I was super hesitant on how that would go. Thankfully, him and I, you know, we we were fine. You know, there was no issues. Um, You know, everybody else, you know, I I didn't. I was just I was hopelessly or hopefully optimistic with everyone. Um, And I don't think I expected to dislike anyone. I'm the kind of person where I think I can get along with most people. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm friendly. I like to be engaging. I listen to people. I like to take people in. Um, so I knew from my point of view, I wouldn't go in making enemies. It would be more. How are people going to receive me? Yeah, right. I mean, honestly, like I found out recently. Uh, so Josh and I had an opportunity where we had nothing to do but to talk to each other for like a week. <laughs> uh, and so we actually got like fairly close. And um, he told me that I was intimidating when he first mm. met me and that he thought I was this like arrogant, like person and like not, he wasn't saying this in a bad way, but he was yeah. just like, he's just like, Corey, I'm really glad we got it. We got a chance to talk and connect because I never knew who you were until now. And so we shared stories about our upbringing and who we were, but like, he just thought I was like, this just like, I'd walk around like I was better than everybody. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, it's the opposite of how, how I want to come across. And so it, 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 it hurt me in a way because I'm like, is this how other people saw me when I was in Croatia? Is this part of the reason why I was being voted out and like, nobody was really trying to save me where people like, and I, these are just questions in my head. I don't know the answers, yeah. but right. like, I heard that from him and I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like it's one of the worst things anyone could ever say about me because I try to be so, and I don't mean that. in like, he insulted me, but I just like, I, I go out of my way to try to make sure I'm nice and people feel seen and like I'm welcoming and who knows, it could have just been that I am just a bigger guy and it's a competitive show and just me physically, maybe that's the way he he took me in. But like, you know, it makes me realize that next time, you know, I'm on the show, I just want to make sure that I am. I don't I'm just making sure everybody like knows who I am. And because I, I feel like I've gotten close to some people and some other people I haven't gotten close with for not because of anyone's fault. But I'm just like, what do they think of me? Do they think that I'm. <laughs> this asshole and right. I'm not like I, I don't like to think I am I don't no. know but no you know it's, it was interesting feedback that I heard not feedback it's just interesting thing that came up in a conversation right I, I think it's it's partly uh you being a bigger guy I mean what you're six two six three I'm guessing right yeah that six three and like I might have been 230 when I was yeah. in Croatia and, so it's yeah. pretty big yeah <laughs> and it's not like you're not an athletic looking guy I mean I can see the definition in your shoulders from here you know what I mean yeah. so yeah. but you also carry yourself with the level of confidence yep. and, and that can come off as intimidating to other people but I wouldn't, yeah. yeah. Especially people who, you know, are trying to find their own confidence. And I think that that was part of Josh's journey through double agents and spies, lies, allies as well. You mm-hmm. know, so I could see, I could see that, but I didn't think that you came off arrogant. No. <laughs> Thank you. Thank it you. was the daily workouts. I think that's what it was. Everybody's seeing you and Kel. <laughs> and they're I just actually like, remember 
<laughs> I remember the first time I like we, me and Michaela, I think one day we're doing like sprints running. We had a gigantic hill. Like hill. Yeah, it was in the episodes with hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and like it was one day we were just like doing sprints and like running up. And like, I remember we did it. And I remember it, like I turned around and like all the vet guys were like staring at me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't think they knew I was fast. They're like, now they know I'm fast. Yep. And then I remember like I was swimming in the pool. And like somebody made a comment like, oh, Corey, you can swim. I was like, OK, so now like, everybody. Retarded. Yeah, it's like everybody like I, I you know, I got to I'm realizing it's better to keep things close to your chest. But then yeah. also. I see everybody else working out. So like, why am I the one who gets like ostracized for working out? But, you know, it is it's it's the rookie thing and being I was so big. Me and Kels were so big compared to like a lot of other people that were coming in. So like anytime we did something, it stood out a bit more. Yeah. And uh, who was it? I also heard this from somebody recently. It's like after me and Michelle got second place on our uh, on the daily mission that we almost won. Mm-hmm. Uh like I don't know who said it, but somebody was just like, "We have to get rid of them. They're too good." <laughs> and like they had that like conversation with yeah. each other. Yeah. So they made sure to get rid of us. <laughs> you know, it's a compliment, but it's just like, oh, like why me? I, I just want to be here. Yeah. Too good. Well, I, I do want to point out the fact that you did better than a guy that's considered the goat than he did in his first season yeah. so bananas was the first one out and you at yeah. least won your elimination got really close to win the second one yeah 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 but it, in no way going out early in a season you know or even at the midway point is mm-hmm. definition of how you'll do in the no. challenge in future seasons mm-hmm. right that is, that's very true and like as i was sitting there in my final confessional interviews bawling my eyes out um, that that's something that the producers were telling me. It's like, Corey, don't let this get you down too much because like you said, bananas went home first, his first season. Yeah. And this doesn't mean that you're not meant for this or you're not going to do well. It's just how things went this time. Yeah. And you know, I, you know, yeah. So we'll see. Like I, I, I'm hopelessly opti- like I'm optimistic always. Like I want to come back. I want to do more, but there's also, I, I'm very aware that there are, hundreds of people that they could choose from for any given season so i'm just hoping for the best and uh if they don't ever choose me again you know it is what it is but i hope that they do i i hope they do too i think (laughs) i think that you're a great addition to the cast and oh yeah and i hate to say this but you know even with the current show uh seeing somebody that knows about the show knows who tj is so already mm-hmm. a step up on gabo <laughs> you know, no offense to gabo or anything but at least you know who tj yeah. is you're never gonna yeah. let that moment live down are you how do you go on the challenge and not We're fans of gabo, by the way. <laughs> yeah I, yeah <laughs> i just they also they give us like they gave us links to watch like i was yeah. caught up oh, at this point because oh, no. i, I, I made a choice when i was like going through the casting i'm gonna watch the, fat, the last 10 seasons yeah. so i made a choice to watch them and then, but they also provided us a link to watch the previous two seasons. Oh my so God. if somebody didn't, that's totally that's on them. On them. Because yeah. they made it accessible. It was free. You could watch whatever you wanted. So wow. to not know TJ is crazy to me. And also <laughs> maybe just like Google the show that you're Yeah. Like, yeah. You could probably learn who TJ was just by Googling and checking yeah. out the Wikipedia. Or the, there's a great challenge Wikipedia out there that yeah. people edit and, and update. So yeah, exactly. it's, it's why I love Gobble though. I mean, he's, he's, oh, he's, so, so he's like my dream man, except he's straight. So, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, I like, I like really muscly, 
like dumb guys. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my ideal type. Oh my god, I, I like love it. That. You know what? You know thyself, right? right At the end exactly. of the day. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, yeah, he should have looked up who TJ was, but I do give him props because was it the was it it wasn't Berna whose laugh was was wild in there? Oh, oh Bettina. 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 I, yeah. I, we heard about the remix he did with Bettina's laugh. I think oh, I never heard the remix. I yeah, I guess Tori he, he made Anissa. like a little like Anissa was telling us about it while you guys like, oh. were in quarantine or whatever. Oh, oh and he my made God, like a little. Yeah, he made Anissa said she had it. So maybe oh, I should it. ask her to send it to right? me. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think I've heard it. <laughs> we had like a whole group chat with like everybody like on the season. We called it like COVID 37 or something. <laughs> it, was, it was a funny little like group text. It was actually. It's interesting because I feel like, I mean, I guess I shouldn't talk too much about things that weren't on air, but I feel like that changed the tone of the game for so many people because they had a moment to sit back, regroup, replan. Yeah. Um, And I think that, I mean, yeah, I think that's part of why Michaela went home so early. Right. um, Was because I think people realized exactly who she was and how much of a of a as a of a threat from like a physical and just uh she's a very smart person like just, like just from she's the full package like and how much if she made it far how difficult it would be to get rid of her um and i do believe anisa when she told me like oh we knew like we threw you in to get rid of them because it's it, you know it it's yeah me and michelle together have a good chance of beating michaela and renan so right. i and i knew it at, there was a target on Michaela. So they had to use me to get rid of her, which sucked because I, that's like the last person I would ever want to get rid of. But, mm-hmm. you know, well, yeah. And in, in, if anybody watched Survivor, they know how good Michaela is. Like yeah. she's oh a phenomenal God. player. Strategically. And she won't be manipulated the way that some other people are. So like as a rookie, it's like you don't want people who are strong willed and, and smart. I think that's part of my problem, too, is people know they can't manipulate me and, and mm-hmm. make me do mm-hmm. things. Because, yeah, and it's just, yeah, it's like it sucks being good. Like some people come into the challenge (laughs) and they make it far just because nobody thinks that they're good. And like certain people come in and they're never like, I can't fly under the radar ever. No, I can't pretend I'm bad at things like Kyle does, even though we know Kyle. I I know Kyle's not bad at stuff, but he sits there and acts like he's bad all the time. Like, you're not bad, Kyle. You're in shape. Maybe you're not lifting as much as everybody else, but we know you're good. We've seen you make finals before. We've seen you yeah. do things. So it's, you know, I, I wish I could do that. I wish I could like just downplay me, but like I can't. And it's not Too like, that's not the way that I see myself either. Like I'm never yeah. going to downplay who I am because the world does that enough. Like I'm right. going to uplift myself yeah. and everybody else around me. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Maybe one day I'll figure out how to. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, the only way I could think of you playing is like kind of like the CT way, which is just try to not make any waves and just go with it because yeah. you're, yeah. you know, it's that same intimidation fact- factor that he has. Right. You know, yeah. same thing. Yeah. All you have Except to do I is- tried that and I still just kept getting thrown in. <laughs> and, and wrong season. Was, yeah, exactly. It was it was the wrong season for me. So like if I. Yeah, some other seasons I think I would have been okay at. You go on War of the Worlds when they brought in all the rookies mm-hmm. or even mm-hmm. Total Madness where it's not all the vets against all the rookies right away. Yeah. 
and you go a lot further in the game. And then who's really taking you out, especially in those seasons where a mm-hmm. majority of the eliminations were physical eliminations. Like, yeah, yes, I don't exactly. think Fessy wanted to go against you in a hall brawl. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. And, and honestly, like, you know, I, I said earlier, it's like physically, I don't know who would beat me at something. You know, Fessy and I in a hall brawl would be tough because we're oh, both yeah. fairly big. And he actually has much more football experience than me. But I'm also like, I sit there and I push like thousand pound sleds around the gym like mm-hmm. twice a week. Right. So it's like, if that would be I one, I don't it's like anybody listening. I don't want to go against Fessy in a hall brawl. No, no, but no. if we did, it's just like <laughs> it, it could go either way. And I, I feel like I might win. The thing is, I show up thinking I can beat anybody because otherwise, why go on the show? Yeah, right? exactly. Thank so, you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. And that's why I certain certain people online get angry and people are like, like, like trash talking or like yeah. whatever. And I'm like, if you, if you think about any sport, people trash talk, but at the end of the day, you can trash talk and still be like friends. Yes. Yeah. And just because you call somebody weak or think you can beat them, it doesn't mean you're being disrespectful. It just means like you're in a competitive environment. And I think everybody there has good enough sportsmanship to understand how to separate what is game trash talk versus what is me talking shit about you right like, exactly most yeah. of these people on these shows despite what anybody thinks they're actually fine with each other and they're okay like exactly why do you think they can be in a house with each other for 10 weeks so yeah. it's like no one <laughs> well, okay not no one most people do not dislike each other or hate each other that much yeah you know yeah. It, it is very much like a you know like a like you think of lebron james and his rivalries and all the mm-hmm. things these other sports people have and it, it's all part of the fun. And I think we all get that for the most part, mm-hmm. um, which is why it's so interesting when certain people just online get so upset when people are saying things. And I'm like, OK, who cares if Tori calls some girl weak? Tori's a fucking beast. Exactly. And Tori can beat most people at most men, probably at things, uh, too. Yes. And like, I don't I personally have no problem with if, if Tori called someone weak. Like it, it, whatever it yes. is, what it is. That's a yeah. whole tangent I could go on. Oh no, no, no! Wait, <laughs> I can go on it too. Yeah, and I was yeah. gonna say, um, you know, it's it's one of those situations where people are getting offended by it, and I I get it. You know, people know nobody likes to be called weak or small, mm-hmm. and I I understand that. But at the same time, Tori's got bigger traps than I do. Yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I saw that picture of her throwing Amanda down. And somebody mm. like put it with a brawly picture from Dragon Ball, and it was the <laughs> yeah. same shit. Yeah, yeah Tori is is, a, and some people shame her for her body. Her, she's a beautiful body. Oh yeah, Gorgeous. she's just strong yeah. and capable. And like, you know, everybody has their ideal body type for themselves. But mm-hmm. like, whatever, don't put that on Tori. Tori's yeah. happy the way she looks, and she yep. looks fucking beautiful. So it, it's it's the the like yeah, certain things. I'm just like, come on, let people live. Tori's not hurting anybody and yeah. she gets a lot of hate and I don't she like does. it at all. Yeah. I don't like it at all. No. She's one of my favorite people. She's so nice. So friendly. Like, and yeah, maybe she's cringy, but like, who, like who cares if she's goofy? I don't know. I'm yeah. cringy sometimes too. Yeah. Like that's her sense of humor. And if you don't like her sense of humor, that's okay. You don't it's, have to like it. Exactly. Like, I agree. Well, but don't put it down. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Let her do her thing. And if you don't like it, one, don't follow her. Don't send her like hate DMs. Don't send her hate comments. Don't send me those either. Don't send mm. anybody those. No. If you don't like somebody, just don't engage with them. It's not it, that hard. Yes. It exactly. really is. I don't girl. get it. Like, and that's the thing that really kind of bothers me. And I know I'm using a really generalized kind of thing <laughs> here is when when people think that just the person you're seeing on TV is who that person is all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I can distinguish the fact between 
seeing an edit of Polly and then having a conversation with Polly and getting to know the person, right? Like yeah. it's two yeah. very different nuances. And yeah. 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 And it's, you know, and we had a conversation with Jordan kind of going back to you talking about like in athletics and Jordan was talking about, he played at a high level and so did Polly in, in college athletics. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he goes, I love playing with Polly because we can chirp back and forth and talk shit to each yeah. other. And we understand it's just about that. And that's how we right. get yeah. going. Right. You know? Where other people can't make that distinguish, uh, can't distinguish that. And it's like, you've obviously never pay, played a pickup game of basketball. Then. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These strangers will be talking all types of shit to each other. Yeah. And then you, at the end of the day, you shake hands, you, you shake go hands home and, go and it's home. all fun. Yeah, good exactly. game. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. may the best person win. Hopefully it's, it's you. But if not, then whatever. You talk your shit when you lost. It is what it is. That's how I felt about the whole Huey thing, too. It's okay. I talked my shit. He proved me wrong. He put me in my place. He won. Okay, cool. Move on. Right. Like I moved on. He moved on. We're all, we're both friends. We WhatsApp each other, you know, fairly often and we check in, but it's just, yeah. It's also funny by the time when people watch something, you know, it's been like four, three, four months since it actually happened. (laughs) And a lot of the times the, you know, we talked to each other. Like one of the first things I did was I made sure I reached out to Huey uh, because I wanted to make sure that, I, I one I apologized and then two that like he knew that it was like I was like on his side you know because it is hard being gay on the challenge mm-hmm. um, and that one of my only regret from my season was that I didn't work with him uh, and so I made it like a fact now that if I'm ever back and there's other you know gay men on there I want all of us to get as far as we can or not just gay men queer men in, mm-hmm. in general like mm-hmm. if we can get as far as we can together and then made the best person win but I right. want to see like, I'm so glad Casey won last season for the queer women out yes. there. Like, yes. that was oh, awesome. I loved it. loved it. And now it's like, let's do it for the for the men. Yeah. So, you know, Absolutely. if it's not me, hopefully it's somebody else. And uh, and then we can get there together. Absolutely. There I love that. Yeah, no, I love it, yeah. too. And it's, um, you know, it. I would I would even love to see kind of like I, I know it's kind of a, a bad analogy, but almost like an alliance like they did in Big Brother with the cookout. You know, I'd right. be mm-hmm. I'd be open to that with queer men doing it because you know yeah. what that kids that watch the show too need to feel represented and need to know that they yeah. can achieve those scenes at any point. And they also point. need to know that like a lot of the times I think in, in media, like a lot of the way the gay men are, are, are perceived. It's like, they're like, they're not friends. They're catty, mm-hmm. they're enemies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they're like having sex with each other. Like, there's no in between. There's yeah. not like, really strong like brotherhood friendship of just queer men right mm-hmm. and so like yeah it's very important to me to show that and especially in a competitive environment where you're doing sports where we're not often allowed the ability to be there and yep. to do well so like yeah that like that is my plan going forward like if there are other queer men on my season whether i know them or not those are my allies and i'll look out for them i don't care if they're rookies if they're vets whatever it doesn't right. matter to me because I just I, I want to see us do well. I mean, the straight guys all band together. They don't do it on purpose. They just do it because it's, they're straight men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, so let the gay men do it, too. And that that was the hardest thing for me is like all these people naturally get along. You have like, you know, Corey Wharton, Nelson. They just instantly started bonding with uh, what was his name? Hunter. Uh, no, oh, from the, your season? season, yeah, um, he was a rookie, Jeremiah. Oh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, yeah, like yeah. all of a sudden, like Jeremiah and Kel, like they all just like mesh so well with each other, and it's because they're just like athletic dude bro men. And like me and Huey, we like did not have that, right? <laughs> like, it's so much harder <laughs> for us to like 
build these things. And like from like day one or two or whatever, it's like, okay, Corey or Jeremiah has Corey and Nelson's back. Right. And they have his back and he's, they're never going to vote for him. And it was this whole thing. And like, who do I have? I had nobody that would do that for me other than Michelle. Michaela was gone. And that was somebody I planned on working with. Uh, And then, you know, Tommy unfortunately got hurt. That was somebody that I was going to work with as well. And he, you know, so yeah, it was, it was tough. Yeah. That's all I can say is it was tough on my season, (laughs) but I think like, like you guys said earlier, if there was any other season, any other group of people, whatever, who knows what could have happened. Oh yeah. And I mean, look, like I know I, I've, I think I've mentioned it to you online too. Like I would love to see a season where like it's guys partnered up. And see, like you and Marlon work together. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, it'd be fucking be unbeatable. Crazy. Oh you know? my gosh. Yeah. I don't know how that people would be so afraid of us. I feel like they throw us in every week just because. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just in case. So like, yeah, give me somebody who's not so much like I, I, w- I want to be with somebody who people think are weak. So right? I can just sit there. That's all, I just want to sit there for half the season, like some of the vets do, some of the OGs. I just want to sit there and like just not chill. have to do anything. Yeah. Right? Like I even watched um, what was it the last All Stars? I felt like people weren't focused enough on Jordan and Wes. Oh no, no. of course not. Yeah, Wes and I don't. Slid. I don't. Weird. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it at all. Like I. I really don't like, and there's nothing against Wes either or Jordan, but like, come on, these, they're, they're so good. Yeah. That like, why are you letting them get like in my head, you throw the same person in over and over and over again until they leave. I yeah. would throw Wes in every single fucking week until he went home Yeah, because I, I know agree. he can beat me. I agree. Cause I know he can beat me. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's just, I, I just, unless for some reason, I mean, I don't know. Actually, I don't even know. But I'm just like in my head, like, come on, don't let these don't, don't let these juggernauts slide. Well, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, we've yeah. had this conversation. Mm-hmm. We've had amongst ourselves with Marlon and it was and it really was talking about CT um, mm-hmm. because Marlon and CT don't necessarily have the best relationship. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he goes, but, you know, he respects him as a as a player in the challenge, yeah. which you kind of have yeah. to when the guy has five final wins. But totally he goes with guys like that. You throw them in. You don't want to run mm-hmm. a final yeah. against them. No, They're gonna, you don't. You're more likely to beat them in an elimination than you will in a final. And it's yeah. the same. Yeah, for, CT's elimination record isn't like it's unbeatable. like 50, it's not even that good as far as I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's. I mean, not to say that that's not good, but it's it's not as good as his finals. He's about record. yeah. He's what about fifty percent in elimination, and then for his for his finals, it's he's about fifty percent like, too. Fifty. Oh, or is 60. it fifty percent too? Okay. Yeah. Well, he did yeah. a bunch of finals without winning. What he went to like three or four in his right. But I'm just talking about since the return. Oh, since it, oh since, oh, since the we return. broke down yeah. we broke down these numbers one night, and it was like it was like eighty eight percent in finals. He, the only <laughs> one he didn't win was Dirty Thirty that yeah. he went to. Yeah. The, wow. the, the only final he yeah. didn't win that he went to was dirty 30 in the past that's wild you know yeah you, six it, seasons, I, I used to so. see this i used to see him running in the treadmills in croatia and like he'd like wake up like yeah he, he was fasting on the weekend so he would just like run and but he would just be at a steady speed for like an hour yeah. and i'm like <laughs> how are you doing this with no food in your system like right. he's just built different yeah and like i think that's why he wins so much but he's also like Unless you get on his bad side, he's really chill and cool. So I think that's why people don't want to throw him in. But I just I think about the end goal. The end goal is to try to win a million dollars. And the way you get to that end goal is you get rid of known threats. Like I get it. I was big and whatnot. But am I am I Corey Lay, this random dude from 12 Days for Christmas? 
a bigger threat in a final than CT? No. No. Yeah. And he didn't even go into a single elimination that season. So it's just, I don't know what some of these people think about when they're making these decisions. Like, mm-hmm. I think it just didn't make sense. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully it, we'll see what happens on the next season if, if what happens there. But like, you know, you got to be smart. Yeah. You got to oh. try, try to win. Absolutely. I mean, and, yeah. and it's the same argument, like, you know, with bananas. I think his final record's even better. It's like out of nine finals, he's won seven or something like that. Yes. Like, don't mm-hmm. ever let him get something. to the final. Take him out in elimination. Yeah. You yeah. Know, why are you worried about, and, and you said perfectly, why are you worried about a rookie or someone's first or second season in when you should be mm-hmm. worried about the guy who's won them all kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Somebody who's proven that they can win yeah. is a mm-hmm. much bigger threat. And that's always my pecking order. Like, and, you know, I, I hate to make that so obvious because now it's like I'm always going to be a threat because if I'm ever on a season and <laughs> one of these people who knows that they're really good yeah. and like if as long if they're not my close friend, I'm probably going to want to get rid of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's just going to be a blanket thing for me because like I don't show up just to exist on these shows. I want to try to win. Um, so we'll see. I mean, obviously, I can't. I say all these things, then you get there. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, and, and then TJ throws but, in twists and stuff. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So it never goes exactly the way that you expect it to go. But yeah. you know, I, I, I have plans. I have big plans, and I want I to it. win. I, I can envision myself at the end with that million dollars, or you know, I guess five hundred thousand, depending on how they break it down that season. But you know, I, 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 could, I envision that moment, and you know, I, I want that so bad, not just for me, but for for like the community of the world, for the people who watch, who don't see themselves win ever. Yeah. Like it, it's more about that than anything else. And mm-hmm. you know, the, the stuff I want to do with the money is not like, I want to, you know, I want to create like a, the like Corey Lay foundation. I want to be able to give scholarships and grants to kids and communities who want to go to college, whether it's doing like tech or sports and like queer kids that don't ever yeah. get like targeted for those that. things. Like yeah. I want to do that. stuff with the money to help, my community out so it's like it's much more bigger than me being uh like selfishly wanting a million dollars i i want to be able to do things with it so that's amazing yeah i know i'll I'll get another chance so we'll just just gotta see when i'm still training hard as fuck so (laughs) oh we know we see it every day yeah Yeah. once they call me it's like okay get me on the plane right now yeah ready to go ready to go my bags i'm always ready yep Do you guys have, I love it. Like I have a million questions, but I don't want to keep just dominating the microphone. So <laughs> I I have I have questions about the games. Um, because mm-hmm. my oldest big Pokemon game fan. Yes. So he was just like, I, I want to know what what games was was he working on? Oh yeah. So I was working on um so it's not fully out everywhere right now, but I was working on uh it was Pokemon trading card game live. So there's Pokemon Trading Card Game online right now, which is on, I think it's on computers and then iPads. It's a super like 10 year old game. It's basically a digital version of the card game. Mm-hmm. I was working on the new version of that. That's going to replace the old version. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in, it's only out in a specific amount of countries right now. Like it's in Canada and I think some other country, but basically the way like the mobile game world works is you release a game, you fine tune it, make sure everything is balanced correctly, that like everything is good with a smaller audience before you release everywhere. And so it's still in those uh, little like testing phases. Uh, I don't yeah. know when it's coming out to the world, but I was working on that. So I wasn't working on like, you know, Pokemon Sword and Shield or anything like that. Those are all made in, in Japan. 
but yeah, the one I was working on is Trading Card Game Live, which once it comes out to the world, I'll like post about it. But um, it is like still in testing right now. Wow, nice. that's awesome, yeah. though. Yeah, no, that's so cool. I um, I was gonna say, is most of your experience in the development in the mobile and the app world, or is it? I've done everything. So like my first job was at 2k games and uh, i was working on nba 2k 13 oh, that was my very first game that i ever tested on that's awesome. uh i worked on borderlands and all bunch of other things basically everything that 2k games released in like 2002 to 2000 or sorry 2012 to 2014 i worked on uh wow. and then i moved up to seattle and like got other jobs and that's when i started working on mobile stuff um, I worked at uh, Microsoft to turn 10 for a couple of years, worked on Forza Motorsport, which is like a racing game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, so I've done, yeah, yeah. I love Forza. <laughs> yeah, so I've done a little bit of everything, like mostly mobile, but I've done consoles, I've done computers, I've done, That's so you know, cool. I games are everywhere these days where yeah. like one game is literally on every single platform. So I mostly work on everything. I, nice. That that makes That's a lot of sense, really cool. actually, because mm-hmm. I know with like Madden, you can play on your console, yeah. you can play on your PC, you can play mm-hmm. mobile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. And, um, is there like a dream game that you would want to make <laughs> or like work on? Um, so a a dream franchise that I would love to work on that already exists would yeah, be Halo. Yeah, yeah. Like Halo. I am like oh, one Halo. of the biggest Halo fans. Like I have such vivid memories playing through Halo One with my brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and just like I love like sci-fi in general. So like from a storytelling narrative point of view, I love playing the single player campaigns of Halo. And you know, I haven't ever applied to work at Three Four Three, which is the developer that makes Halo. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's one of my like bucket list type things is I would love to like have my name in the credits of a Halo game. Right. And that would be be like, I made it like, because that's just like, you know, Pokemon was one of them. So I achieved that. Like I have always loved Pokemon. I've been obsessed my whole life and working there for two and a half years was like such an incredible thing. And it was all while the challenge was going on (laughs) all route 12 dates was going on. And it was like, I was just living these like crazy simultaneous dreams um it's amazing you know yeah I'm, I'm, yeah i like i said like i just i've been very lucky in my life and uh you know i try not to take any of that for granted because there are a lot of people who work harder than me or just as hard as me that don't get the same opportunities so you know i try to like pay it forward whenever i can because yeah. you know i just happen to have gotten lucky no, that's so awesome that's um, so cool i love that yeah. So with being Pokemon, uh, working on Pokemon and, and saying that you've loved it, you know, for mm-hmm. quite some time, I'm going to assume that you enjoy anime as well. Yeah, but it's been a while since I've watched something like I'm so far behind everything. But I do like <laughs> historically. Yeah, I love anime. I just haven't watched anything new. And like I rewatch old stuff that I love, but yeah, I haven't yeah. watched anything new in forever. Yeah. Oh, I've. I I still watch Dragon Ball Z. Like I'll <laughs> oh rewatch that from like yeah. '94. Don't care. Yeah, still yeah there's a new it. Dragon Ball too that apparently is amazing, but I just yeah. I haven't watched any of it. Yeah, it's uh, what Super. I think Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah, if you get a chance, it's just you know, it's I don't have the time to dedicate to 130 episodes like I used to. I know. Yeah. See, that's the thing for me too. Some of these shows go on and on and on, and I'm just like I have hard enough time keeping up with everything else that how am I going to, but I do want to like, I was actually thinking about that last night. I was like, okay, I want to find an anime 
just one of the more recent ones that people like and just start watching it. Like, yeah. even if it's mm-hmm. just like on the weekends or whatever, like I just like, cause I've fallen out of it and I just, I love it. It's just, it's something same with reading. Like I used to read a lot. I don't really read much anymore. Same and way. like, I want to get back into that because it's like, I don't know, stimulate my brain in, in another way than I do now. All I do now is play video games. And go to the gym. <laughs> Look, it, it makes like the inner like twelve year old in me really happy because I remember being like twelve years old. I mean, like nobody else likes Dragon Ball. I'm like the only one that likes. It. And then you start getting older and you start talking to people and realize like just like everybody like yeah. general. Yeah, how many people love it? It's like okay, so I wasn't just it the wasn't odd just one now. The this. stigma yeah. is gone now. It used to it be is. like oh, only the weirdest people watch, but no, literally anybody can watch anything now, which is. What I love about modern society yes. and Twitter and stuff, you can find your community anywhere. Yeah. Reddit is good at that too. It's like I follow all these random subreddits. I try to avoid the challenge one. Yeah. Because I, just, I need to like escape that world sometimes. But like I follow a bunch of other subreddits and it's just amazing to find your own communities. I try to stay like we we follow challengers, but I try to stay out of the challenge T as much as possible. Mm-hmm. It just it gets too much. And especially like, you know, we get to sit here and sometimes we get to sit down for anywhere from 45 minutes to I mean, like we sat with Tyler Duckworth for five hours. Like, oh, yeah. I haven't met him yet, but he's been so like we talked awesome. through like Instagram and stuff and he's super nice. Like he's I need to so meet up cool. with him one day. Yeah. Super cool guy. Super Love cool. Um, but you know, so he's a champion. And then I see someone say something bad about him. Like, dude, you don't know nothing about them. And I don't right. either. What's there to say bad about guess, him? I don't yeah. even know. Like what are people mad about? I, they're mad about something for the everyone. They, <laughs> some of these fans. Yeah. Some yeah. of these fans will find anything to be mad about. <laughs> yeah. Any That's why I'm so thing. surprised that people hate me. It's like, I was in four episodes. What did I do in four episodes to make you literally hate me? Because I really did anything. It's like, it's funny to me. It really is like, and people get so into it. Like the one person that comes to mind when I think about this and and I feel bad about some of the shit that's said to him because I've seen is, is Derek Frazier from big brother. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You, you have no, him and I are fairly close. Yeah. And like, there are times when it's just like, I don't know, like he'll message me or, you know, he'll text me or call me or whatever. And like, I don't think these people understand how it feels to be attacked by a mob. Yeah. For things that you like, for it just, it's just, it's insane to me. And like, I, he's, he's a strong person, yes. but there's only so much that a person can take. Yeah. And like, even like, there's been times I've deleted Twitter from my phone and yeah. or I like I found this um there's an app called the block party which will automatically like mute notifications for you for certain people based on like criteria so you can make it to be like oh if this person doesn't follow me I can't see the notifications mm-hmm. if they don't do this and so I use that for a while because like people will say the rudest things to you oh yeah and Derek gets it constantly and I'm like what did this man do to y'all? Yeah, right. like he did not do anything. Anything. Like, I, I, I understand. There's some criticism about the way. Uh, I think in the gay community, we often use like the b word, like bitch, mm-hmm. yeah. in a very yeah. different way than I think a lot of the heterosexual communities do. Yeah, and I know he used it on his season. Yeah, and that's not. It's just the context was different. And I think the way some people perceived it was, oh, he's super misogynistic. He's yada, yada, yada. But the thing that I don't understand with some fandoms is 
the people you're defending are friends with this person. Like mm-hmm. Derek is friends with every woman from a season, except yeah. for I think Whitney, which I've never, I don't know her, but like, why are you mad at him when the women that he was on the show with are not like, uh, yeah, it's, it's so weird to me, but yeah, Derek gets it. Like, like if anyone's listening to this, be nice to Derek. He's a, he's one of, he's a very nice, kind guy. He's like one of my favorite people I've met in the reality TV world. He's super genuine and he's, he wants to prove himself so bad mm-hmm. and, I, oh, yeah. and, and, and he deserves it. I mean, there's not a lot of big, like I talk about like queer men of color on TV. It's not a lot of big queer men of color, yeah. mm-hmm. like of his size and having him be on, like he wants to be on the challenge. He wants to be on all these other, he wants to be on amazing, like all these other shows. And like people, I, I want to see him do those things Same. because he deserves it for his community. He deserves it because he's good. Yeah. He's actually fucking, even though he's, he's a bigger dude, he's still fucking strong as hell. He's super he's strong. About a hall brawl. Yeah. I can't move him in a hall brawl. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if, <laughs> right. he was, if I was wrestling him in something, he would dominate me. Yeah. And we like, I would love to see him yes. get a chance to be on the challenge or something else like in the reality TV world because yep. he has something to add to the table and to the equation. It would be amazing. I absolutely agree. He would have yeah. been a perfect addition to Challenge USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yes. Yeah, I agree. He would have. Yeah, they already had so many Big Brother twenty three people. Yeah, I they think. Did. Well, they yeah, do. yeah. <laughs> and, and they, I think, when they were casting, they wanted that like the anti cookout versus the cookout. You know, the, yeah. you know that whole dynamic. Yeah, but, yeah, but I think Derek would have been an amazing addition. And absolutely, yeah, I hope he gets a chance. Maybe challenge USA too. You know, who knows? Fingers I don't know crossed. if it's going to be another season, but I hope so. I and hope so I hope too. that he gets the call. What, regardless for me if it's challenge usa the flagship I, yeah. I i hope he gets an opportunity amazing race whatever he wants mm-hmm. to do like I whatever hope he, he wants a to shot. do like yeah i agree i agree and i think once people i think if he was back on tv people would hopefully see other sides of him than right. the people who give him hate because he is just he's a beautiful person inside and out and i just i think people need to see that I agree. And yeah. I think getting him on a show other than outside of Big Brother where it can show some of his talents and abilities would go yeah. a long way for it. Yeah. Right. Cause like living honestly, people give him a shit for like sleeping all day in Big Brother. I would probably nap all day. Uh, I don't know. What else do you do in that house? Really though? Like what are you gonna I, do? I don't, I don't know. Like when I'm sitting here at home by myself with nothing to do, I'm probably <laughs> laying down somewhere with my cat and we're cuddling. Yeah. So you put me on Big Brother, it's like I don't know, like at least on the challenge, we do stuff every day pretty much. And mm-hmm. it's just like there's a pool, there's a gym, there's alcohol certain nights where Big Brother, you don't really ever drink. No. So it's like I, you know, it's it's an interesting thing to criticize him for because what was he supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, and exactly. One hundred percent. Speaking of other shows and we've talked yeah. about like Big Brother and all that, <laughs> would you be open to doing like other reality shows like Survivor or yeah, perhaps Big I would Brother? love to. I would love to actually. So I don't think I would do good on Survivor, to be very honest. Um, <laughs> I think people like me don't make it far because they assume if we do, we'd win. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't think I would do well, but I would love to try it. Um, I love putting my like one of the biggest things about the challenge for me is it gets me out of my comfort zone to do things I normally wouldn't do. Yeah. I'm actually like a scaredy. I hate heights. I hate speed. I'm not an adrenaline junkie at mm. all. Um, and being in a situation where it's like, you just have to do it is great for me because otherwise in real life, I would just wouldn't like, you know, I live in Seattle. I've never gone on the space needle. Cause I'm terrified. 
you know, like I wouldn't, I've never gone up there and that's just a building, right? you know, it's yeah. just, but it's so tall so by itself. Big. It's weird. <laughs> there's, like a, there's like a, it's so, there's like a window, I think in the elevator. So like, you're aware that you're like in, suspending oh, yeah. over nothing. No, and the glass floor. Yeah. No, glass yeah. Floor. It's like um, all these things mm, terrify me. And like, I, I never either. got up there, nope. but on the challenge, if they were like, okay, scale down this building, like they do on, you know, I would be like, okay, sure. But you know, like, <laughs> I, I want to like break through things that I'm afraid of. So yeah. like survivor, I'm, I, I like camping and hiking, but I know survivors that times a million. Right. I would love to go on that and just figure out like, you know, can I start a fire? Can I do these things that they have to do? Um, I think Big Brother would be fun to do. But, you know, I don't I don't think anyone has ever gone from the challenge to Big Brother. No. They've no. gone from Big Brother to the challenge. So who knows if they'd ever want me, but Weird. I would totally do it. Like, I think Big Brother would be a lot of fun. Um, and it's but it, the interesting thing I like about the challenge is. Once you're voted and that, that, yeah, once you're voted out, you still get a chance to win an elimination. Yeah. Yep. When it comes to Big Brother and Survivor, you're just gone. You're yeah. gone. And you're like, especially on Survivor, where it's like, I almost never know who's what's going to happen in a deliberation or in a voting thing. And like, I would hate to be blindsided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would hate that because you feel like you're doing so well. Like, I just don't know what type of mental toll that would have on me to like literally have all these people just vote me out with have no idea. At least on the challenge, it's like, okay, fuck it. I can come back if I try really hard and I win. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah exactly. And that's the thing with like Survivor too. It's yeah. like Alliance's last five minutes. It's, it's- I know every day. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I cannot keep up. I, I understand why all the vets were afraid of Survivor people. Yeah. Because mm. Survivor people are so good at playing the uh, social game, political game. Yeah. Because that's all that Survivor is pretty much. Um, although I think, I think the big brother people are just as kind of shady, but for some reason, survivor people get the, they got the microscope, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, probably because there's more survivor or th- there's more big brother vets. So they don't make, they don't allow big brother to become a target. Whereas there's no survivor vets other than Jay. Right. And on my season, there were none. Right. So there was nobody to protect like Michelle, Tommy, Michaela. So yeah, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 100%. And I would go on them, though. Yeah, 100%. Even Amazing Grace. I don't That'd know who my awesome. partner would be. Maybe my mom would do it with me. I think oh. she would actually have a lot of fun on reality TV. Yeah. Um, and I think she, I mean, I don't know if she's a good traveler, but she likes to travel. So we could probably do, <laughs> probably do Amazing Race together. I That'd love it. Fun. Speaking, that would be fun. Speaking of family, Corey. Yeah. Uh, to put you on the spot with your brothers, if, say, something like Bloodlines came along, which yeah. one brother are you picking? Uh, it would be Brian. So my middle brother, um, okay. he did. So my oldest brother, David, nothing against him, but he had like asthma and stuff. So he's not mm. as like athletic, but Brian, he like, you know, we ran track together. He did. He played basketball in college. Uh, he played football. So like he literally like my same sports were the same sports he did. And I think and also he does yoga and stuff now. So he's like super flexible and stuff. Like nice. I think he'd be he'd be a good partner for me. Although I feel like the the Shane and uh Tony Reigns fight oh my gosh would be like nothing compared to me and my brother Brian. <laughs> <laughs> like we like I love him we love each other like whatever but like we we know the exact ways to pick at each other and yeah. we are we don't back down so it would just be it, it would be a mess like it would make that fight like i said if, if i ever blew up it would make josh look tame if me and my brother brian ever had an explosion and make fucking shane and tony look tame oh my because gosh we yeah we lived together too for a year like last time i was in la or two years i was in la and 
yeah we we're great we love each other but we're also like dynamite oh right. yeah well we <laughs> yeah. we actually have three boys and two yeah. of them are only two years apart and it's very mm. similar they're attached at the hip but they know how to piss each other off oh, real quick. yeah we know the exact little ways like it, like nobody else in the room will know what's going on but i'll be like picking at them picking, and it's so it, we get it's just funny too we just <laughs> at the end of the day though you know it's all love but it's yeah. just like yeah. i and also being in a situation too we're already stressed out because of the game yeah. who knows what would happen but yeah brian would be my my bloodline if they ever did that It'll be fun. That would be fun. I like it. I like it. So actually, I did want to talk about something else outside of the challenge. Unless, yeah. Josh, you have anything else you want to talk about with reality TV? Uh, no, not reality TV wise. Okay. So one thing I wanted to bring up is um, we saw in you know, your IMDb page and a yes. couple other places that you do a lot of activism, not only for the LGBTQIA. Did I get that right? Plus, mm-hmm. yep. plus, okay, I plus, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then also um, for the black community as well. And we wanted to give you a, an opportunity to kind of talk about that as well, and some of the things that you've done, and some of the things that you, you know, you enjoy Wanna doing do. with the activism yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like for me, like I, I got very lucky in my life. You know, I came out when I was fourteen years old, um, so I was a freshman in high school, and I had basically overwhelming support from my family. And that's not something that's common in the gay world or queer world, especially mm-hmm. when you're a queer person of color. It's it's often not that easy. Um, yeah. And so I just one thing that's really big for me is just, you know, equality and making sure that everybody has a seat at the table. Um, and so, yeah, like I think it's it's part of like all of every time I talk about the challenge or representation or something, I'm always bringing this up because that's so important to me. And, you know, in the past, you know, I I campaigned or what did I do? I, I caucused for Hillary Clinton <laughs> uh, up here in, in Seattle, you know, when she was going against Bernie for the primaries and yeah. stuff, yeah. you know, or I guess that was the that wasn't the primaries. That was before that because we were caucusing. But yeah, like, we you know, I, I've done that. I've done um, stuff for the like uh, Prop 8 campaign years ago in California, which was trying to overturn marriage equality, mm-hmm. you know, and just like standing up and speaking up for what I believe in is really big for me. Yeah. Um, and like I mentioned a little bit earlier, one of the big things I want to do with my platform in general is outside of visibility is I'm going to create opportunities for people. So I do want to create like scholarships and grants that just gives money to queer kids of color, or just queer kids in general who either want to be in tech because that's like my gaming side or want to be in sports because that's like my fitness reality TV challenge side right so like both sides of me i want to be able to like help people because like i i am who i am because i had opportunities to do those things and nothing held me back and my queerness never held me back from it but with some people that holds them back whether they come out maybe they lose support from their family they don't have the the monetary resources that i had growing up and i want to be able to pay it forward so that is, you know, I don't exactly know what that looks like right now, but it's an idea that I want to start getting going in the future. Um, but just making sure that opportunities are given to people and that they feel valued and that their 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 goals are realistic is what I want to share. So, you know, however I can do that in the future, I will. And um, yeah, I wow. just and I'm always going to be a loud mouth on social media, too, if I don't <laughs> like something. Politically, you know, make sure to say what I have to say. That's good. Uh, I love it. Because yeah. I think our I think our voices matter, and I think um, now that I have a little bit of a platform, yeah. you know, it's I have people to listen to me, hopefully, and hopefully I can influence things a little bit. Well, yeah. In speaking of influence, I know Josh can speak on this a lot more. Um, one of the 
the resounding themes in our early episodes was Josh constantly bringing yourself up, Corey. He, he, <laughs> he, it was a nonstop thing. And the reason that is, is he's a big fan of yours because I, I believe you did a cameo or a message for, for yeah. his kid. And Josh, yeah. I'll let you talk about it more. Right. So um, it's, it's good watching people of the LGBTQA plus community um, mm-hmm. on TV. Um, you're, you're not very representative. It's not out there as much as it should be. In any yeah. way, shape, or form, um, we had a nice little conversation about this with Anissa. So when I, w- I reached out to you and talked to you, very amazing. Thank you, by the way, because I just started following you and then sent you a message and you openly responded. And we've been interacting ever since. So thank mm-hmm. you very much. Thank you. Day was going through some stuff. Um, one thing in the gaming world and then one thing in high school. It was um, mm. because of who they are. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was tough. Um, or yeah. getting tougher for them. Yeah. Um, so it was amazing for that cameo, which I watched again this morning. It was uh-huh. so awesome. Everything, every word that was in there was truly inspiring to get them, you know, what they needed to move forward. Yeah. And it's just, it's just awesome. I, I, I appreciate it. And another thing that I find, um, I gravitate towards Leo's. My dad's mm. a Leo. <laughs> um, he would have been 67 on Thursday. Karina. Hive mind here. Hive mind. Um, uh, <laughs> a Leo. So, and mm-hmm. then you are a Leo. Yeah. So, if it's okay, Day just got home from work. Oh. Day was in Seattle and faced that fear. So, that was another thing that I wanted to comment on. Yeah. Um, freaked out in the elevator, said the same thing. Oh, on the Space Needle? Yes. Went up there, um, faced the fear of going. Finally, it, it, I mean, they were up there for a while before yeah. going out there and stepping on the glass floor. But oh they FaceTimed us and like, mom, dad, I, I did it. I faced my fear. <laughs> um, and this, awesome. this was just like, what, a month or two ago. And that is um, incredible. They went to the gum wall, the gum wall. Oh, my God. So <laughs> gross. But I, yeah, I've been there, too. <laughs> you have to go there, but it's yeah, you so have gross. To. It's so gross. So Days just want to come on real quick and say hi. And oh, say yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's super important to me. Like I, I get DMs sometimes from just all types of other queer people. Some people mm-hmm. are, you know, teenagers in high school or, you know, just young adults. And it's just like I try to be a sounding board for them and give them encouragement because like it's so cliche, but like it does get better. Yeah. Like I'm really like I'm about to be 32. Like I came out at 14. That was 18 years ago. And I remember at the time, I never thought I would ever get to where I am now. And here I am. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so it. amazing. Hey, hey. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I heard you went to the Space Needle. So I'm terrified <laughs> of going on the Space Needle. And you did it. Yeah. Uh, my bigger thing was I have a fear of elevators as well. Oh. So going up the, the see-through elevators. Yeah. That was also hard. Yeah. But I also had a friend with me. So that helped. That's Going good. with someone who makes you comfortable really helps. So yeah, maybe that's maybe that's helps. my secret. I gotta find a friend that can just like hold my hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the big thing. Yeah, well, it's good to see you and to meet you. I know I, I got you got my cameo, and I think I've yes, talked I to did. you through DMs a couple of times. Yes, yes. I actually just rewatched the cameo, and uh, one thing about it is like he doesn't even know, but because of your cameo, it made mm-hmm. me like want to come out as non-binary to my family that's amazing because you were talking about like uh just coming out and all that so 
that's why I came out in at Thanksgiving, which is like, yeah, a month I'm proud after. of you. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to cry. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm, glad. I'm so awesome. I'm glad to yeah. know that, I, that I'm glad to know that I was able to help. But yeah. It's important to me. So thank you. Yeah. You gave me a lot of courage. Thank you. Yeah. Hopefully you give me some courage too. Let me go on the space needle. <laughs> well, because I've lived here for like five years and I've never even gotten close to that thing. But yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad to know that, you know, my, my little video was able to impact your life in a positive way because I feel like that's what I'm here to do. So. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is great. Thank you. I'm glad you just got home. This is perfect. I got tears, dude. I got tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Corey started crying, then I started crying, then Karina started crying, now Josh is crying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh gosh. that's so great. I love that. No, yeah. it's such a beautiful thing. What do you do yeah. for work, by the way? I work uh, at Target. Just, oh, cool. just retail. Yeah, yeah. no, nice. it's not just retail. That's great. It's a great job. I'm like an all around worker. Yeah, yeah. I think Target gets like pretty good benefits and stuff and, you know, all types of growth opportunity and stuff. I was going to go into HR, but I work with my brother, so I'm kidding. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Send him somewhere else. <laughs> like, <I> mean, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she goes back. I'll take that job, but he's got to go. <laughs> yeah, he's got to get like, out of here. I'm the reason he's work. he worked there in the first place. I'm like, no, I revoke oh. that. Go away. Right. Yeah. Well, there's other targets around, right? So, I mean, I don't know. There's not that many targets by where I live in Seattle. So, mm. well, we work out of state. So, oh, there's okay, definitely okay. more targets where we live. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of yeah. state's like 12 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we live on the border. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Well, it was nice talking to you. Yeah, it was great talking to you too. And if you ever need anything, you know, like you're, I'm just a DM away. So I'm always here. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. yeah I'll be sure to. Oh, sure. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, Thanks for hopping day. on with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Yay. Oh, that was so awesome. Yeah, that was great. I'm, I'm glad you brought them on, Josh. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah no, that's. <laughs> so thank you, Corey. Yeah, I was telling them yeah. a little before. It's like anytime I get DMs from like a parent or like a, a queer teenager or somebody who's just like going through something, you know, I try to talk to them because, you know, I didn't have anyone to talk to when I was younger. And like part of the reason why I want to do anything in entertainment and, and visibility is so that I can help. So, yeah, that means the world to me. I love it. I love that. Yeah, yeah I know. It, it was beautiful. I mean, I knew a little bit of the story beforehand, but yeah. just to see the impact, especially after us having this conversation right now and you wanting yeah. to get back, but just yeah. to see that a cameo and a DM can help out. Yeah. Now, it's yeah. a beautiful thing. Kindness Absolutely. goes a long way, which is why, you know, circling all the way back to like the Beth thing. I'm just like, mm -hmm. imagine if you were like the biggest fan of her and you go and meet her. She didn't know who I was. She didn't know I was a challenger. I could have just what yeah. if she saved my life somehow, you know, by right. me watching her, I go to say hello to her and she's just mean. And like, yeah. I never want to leave people feeling bad because of the time they spent around me. So yeah. it's important to me to be a kind person and to, to spread that because everyone needs it. No matter who you are in your life, everybody yeah. needs something to make them happy and they need people that they can like empathize with. So, yeah, I love it. 
it's it's almost like the analogy to like i think it was michael jordan said it like i might play 82 games a year and for us it'd be we live 365 mm-hmm. days a year mm-hmm. but you might only get one interaction per with one person yep. and if you can make that a positive interaction yeah. and make a difference it's it yeah that's how the world gets a little bit better exactly, exactly. yeah yeah thanks for bringing bringing them on josh that was great absolutely um yeah i didn't i didn't know the last part um like they said um but again just to repeat what you said or echo what you said a small gesture can move mountains mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah. always be open and sometimes it's all someone needs you know like who yeah. we don't know what's going on in someone's life at all from a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. like yeah there are times when it's like one person saying something mean to me will hurt me so deeply and there are mm-hmm. times where i can just brush it off but like nobody yeah. knows what someone else is going through at any given time and you saying anything negative towards somebody might hit them in that one moment when it's like oh my god and like yeah. I, mm-hmm. I i i'm fearful of a day where like i think it's happened in the uk before but like somebody being bullied online to where they self-harm themselves and i i'm i feel like I'm shocked it doesn't happen more because some of the things that these people say and, and the mobs that they have, it hurts so bad. It's and so bad. I think we need to like somehow as a society fix it before it leads to some type of horrible tragedy. Because like, yeah, like I said, I had to delete Twitter from my phone for like three weeks, you know, earlier yeah. this year yeah. because oh, I, I couldn't to go handle it. it. And I just recently got back on, but I still don't use it the way that I used to, which I hate that because like, as a fan of shows, I enjoy being able to interact with the people that I like. So like, yeah. I want to make sure that I'm available and present to people who are fans of the challenge because like I'm part of that world and I love it when I'm fans of things and they interact, but it's like, it's such a double-edged sword because you also open yourself up now to the people who just want to say mean things about you and about anything. You could literally like, I mean, oh my God, there was a joke I made with a friend recently about like an ariana grande thing and then somebody responded like oh this is why you lost the challenge and huey beat you and i'm just like what does that do with anything what like, why? Uh, i'm having a conversation God. with my friend on twitter and like what like it just it's so strange how people just want to bring people down and like yeah it, whatever i could like i said i, I can agree. talk about this forever because it just it bugs me and not everyone knows what it feels like to be on the other side of it it may seem like your harmless little insult DM doesn't matter. But if that person is getting hundreds a day or sometimes a brigade is attacking you and it's even more than that, it's yeah. like that just it, it's it's a feeling that no one deserves. Well, I mean, there was a reason. No, it's not. There was a reason that you didn't put where you worked on Twitter. And look what happened when you did yeah. after you had left there right. and you were no longer involved yeah. in any of that. You were attacked. Yeah. I believe that's the reason yeah. why you deleted Twitter for a minute. Or led to no, it. Was, it was it was that's something a little bit more oh, re- more recent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I mean that that was part of it too. I specifically did not want the world outside of my friends and family and stuff to know I worked at Pokemon because I did not want those worlds to interact in a negative way. Um, yep, yep. If there are people who dislike me, who knows? I don't want them finding my boss on LinkedIn and emailing i don't know who knows what they might exactly. do like I, yeah. I, I i very purposely was like nope no one's gonna know anything yep. you know um 
And even now to this day, there are a lot of things I, I protect about myself. I don't, I don't, I post very specific things on my Instagram. I'm Mm -hmm. working out Mm -hmm. or I'm like doing something, but I'm not, I don't post a lot about everything else because there, I have to protect myself somehow. I have to protect my other friends. Like my friends in my life didn't sign up to be on TV. I did. So I, you know, I make sure I'm super protective about them as well. Um, because they don't deserve any hate just because they happen to be my friend. So yes. yeah, it, yes. it, it, it's tough to have the separation, but it's like the one thing that has kept me sane. And I think it's like, I've said this before, it's like getting into reality TV. I did my first show, I was 29, about to turn 30. I think that was a great time for me. If I was to do reality TV when I was 19, 20, 21, like some other people, yeah, I don't know how that would have impacted me because I would not have been able to I didn't have a good sense of self. I wasn't grounded in the way that I am now. Like I, as I am now, I am who I am. I've been this way for 32 years. Like I'm okay with that and I'm not going to change. And if you don't like me, that's okay. If I was 21 and people were not liking me, that probably would have impacted me in such a deeper way that I'm still like, I'm my hats off to anybody who can do reality TV when they are very young and like, have it not impact them negatively because they're, they're strong as hell. Um, I think of like Emmy, Emmy was what, 22, I think, or 23 on Spies, Lies and Allies. She's yeah, very young. Maybe just. Yeah. And, you know, she also gets a lot of like she gets people, a lot of hate, a lot of hate. Right. Just because she's a little bit more outspoken and emotional and she has little meltdowns. But like, that's the beauty of reality TV. And also she's really young and she didn't do anything like that. You know, like I, you think about past seasons, we watch all these clips of people that we love doing horrible things yeah emmy uh, didn't do any of that you know she she right. freaked out a couple of times she cried she screamed whatever and they're acting like she's like the worst thing in the world when we love and uplift some of these people who've done and said horrible things and i'm just like yeah way worse way worse like let this let let emmy express herself as she is that's the beauty the same way that i i represent certain people she represents her community as well and there mm-hmm. are people who see themselves in every little meltdown she has. And they love, like, I love the fact that Emmy won, was it four or five eliminations? Yeah. And yeah. like, like that just goes to show, like, just because you are expressive in a certain way, doesn't mean that you're weaker. Emmy still yeah, proved exactly. it and she made it to a mm-hmm. final and as the only rookie that season. So, you know, it, it, like, I love the fact that reality TV is amazing to me because it allows people to just be themselves and you're rewarded for being yourselves. And people who are watching it need to realize that that's okay. Like, yeah, exactly. It's totally fine. You don't have to like yeah. everything someone does. Just like in real life, you don't like every single thing that your friends do in real life. But do you harass no. your friends? No. no. They don't harass people yeah. online either. No. Can, can I ask your opinion on something, Corey? Sure. Um, yeah. In regards to Emmy and the X Factor vi- video. Have you heard about that? Yes. Can I, I just, I'm curious of your opinion. I know you don't speak for anyone but yourself, but I just, I, I'm not mad at Emmy. I don't think Emmy's racist um, or anything like that. I do think we as people need to realize, like, I think the, as an American, the N word has a certain connotation. We know what that means. Even in like the UK, London, we know what that means, whatever. I don't know about Romania. I have no idea with their exposure to that kind of stuff. Obviously, she she might have known it was a bad word, but did she know how bad of a word it was? Right. Probably not. Um, I do think that her apology was heartfelt. Uh, I think she made a post about it on Instagram and stuff like yeah. that. And like, 
you know, I, I think um, I don't think that should be held against her. Um, I think people, especially when it's something like a song lyric, okay, let them make that mistake once, let them apologize. If they do it again or make mistakes like that again in the future, then we start to question it. Um, But I don't think that one instance is enough to be like, screw Emmy. Uh, You know, I don't think that she deserves any of that. I think she's, she's a very kind person. I just think, yeah, like the, like, I didn't even know, like, there's a word that, like, Lizzo took out of her song that Beyonce mm-hmm. just took out of her song. I had no idea that was a bad word in, in other parts of the Neither world. Did. You I know? didn't either, yeah. And, but, but to them, it's like, yes, that is a very horrible word. We don't use it. So, like, right. I can totally understand somebody in Romania not knowing the full extent of the N-word, of, of how, right. what that means. The history behind yeah. it. The history exactly. behind it, right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the fact that, you know, we're still dealing with a lot of it today. Like, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't think that the reality of that situation is the same in Romania. So, you know, I think people need to have a little bit of grace and, you know, let her apologize, accept her apology, and we'll see what happens next, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's all you can I do. That, and I think that's similar to how I looked at it. I just wanted your mm-hmm. opinion because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beca- because cultures are so different. It's not like we're talking about someone from that's living in Mexico right. or right. living in Canada. We're talking yeah. about Romania where English is a second language. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but, and, and I thank you so much for giving me your, your in, insight onto that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Because I think, I think people also forget how fast culture changes too. Yeah. Right. There's so um, much that like, you know, what is it? It's 2022 right now. In 2012, yeah. there's a lot of things, though even 10 years, that would have been acceptable to say yeah. or do or whatever that are not. And it, mm-hmm. I think it's it's for the better. I think we're, we're growing to be a society that's more, that it allows people to be themselves how they are. Um, yeah. And so I think it is, yeah. it is getting better. But yeah, it's, it's growth and it's changed. And like, it's, it's okay for things to change. I don't even know when that Emmy video was. Like, what year was that recorded? It's I like- think. It's a couple years old. Yeah. She was like 16 or 17. Yeah. Oh, was she? Okay. And she's yeah. like 23 so like, now. So that's that's actually eight years, right? Or no, yeah. my math is like not that, good. Yeah. yeah. It's six or seven years. <laughs> yeah. There, but yeah, yeah. Like I know it was an older Nicki Minaj song she was right. singing. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. and and that's I got into an argument. Of course, it was on Twitter. Yeah. And that's why I try to stay off Twitter as much yeah. as possible. But it's like, you know, I think I think we have to have some grace with people. I think, I think certain so things are and obvious. Yeah, but the connotation things, matters. It was a song, and I and she yeah. knows it was a mistake. She admitted it. She didn't try to excuse it. Um, now let's see what she does next. That's all that matters. Yes. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And I want to appreciate Corey for having this conversation because if you remember, we yeah. had this conversation at the beginning of our podcast when we started back in September with, um, yeah, Huey. Right. Oh yeah. So. I, I'm glad that you're open for this type of discussion. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm always open. That's one thing about me is I, I'll pretty much. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think we, I, I don't exist to, to be quiet. <laughs> you know, I'm never quiet <laughs> about anything. I have opinions about everything. I'm emotional. You know, I'm all those things and I'm okay with that. And I will always be that way. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's one of those things where if, we don't have um, the discussion and we don't have the open lines of communication. Nobody can learn. Right. And mm-hmm. it leads back to like something yes. that we've said about like MTV. Um, it feels like, you know, MTV used to show a lot of things that were 
that weren't politically correct and yeah. people saying some horrible things and some horrible things were said to like Anissa. Yeah. Yes. And should they have been aired? I, I don't know, but it led to a conversation right. and hopefully a learning experience. Yeah. I know I got exposed to different, different lifestyles that I wasn't aware of when I was 14, 15 years totally. old and got to learn about them because of MTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not because it's readily available in Reno, Nevada that I knew about, <laughs> you know, cause it's, right. You know, but without that, I wouldn't have been able to learn and become more accepting of everything. Right? Exactly. And so I think those conversations are important. Uh, yeah. Karina just pulled up. Yeah, it was in 2016 that Emmy did that. Okay. Which is, yeah, that's, you know, About six years ago. Yeah, yeah. six years yeah. ago. And, you know, she, I, I, I think she will adjust and never make that mistake again. You know, the, the, yeah, the Emmy that I know, the person that I met, she's, She's great. She's fun. You know, she's a little emotional, dramatic, but so am I. Uh, and, you know, she, she I don't think she has harm for anyone in her in her yeah. soul and her spirit. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't see her making that mistake again. Yeah, absolutely. So, OK, a little bit of change of pace. Okay. Um, and I want to go back to your story about coming out <laughs> yeah. and with your parents and mm-hmm. then being, you know, being supportive of your family, mm-hmm. um, because we've talked with other challengers um, who came out and they didn't have that experience. They got yeah. sent to camps and mm-hmm. in a really oh, yeah. bad situations. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a sad story. But I guess what I'd like to ask you and for anyone, really for anyone that's listening is like if somebody wants to come out or is dealing with issues with that Mm -hmm. what's a piece of advice that you would want to give somebody i would say take it at your own pace one there's no rush you don't have to come out any given time it's your own choice to make um you also don't need to come out to everyone at once uh one of the things that helped me is Mm -hmm. like i i had met my first other gay person in real life he became my Mm -hmm. best friend his name was william you know we went to high school together and like he was the first person i came out to then mm. I came out to some other friends and then eventually I was comfortable and okay with who I was to tell my family. Um, I also would say that prioritize your own like safety over anything else. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to come out when you're a teenager. You can wait right. till you moved out. You can go to college. You can move out of your parents' house. You know, the timetable is for you to determine. And I did mention a little bit earlier. It's like I came out at 14. I'm almost 32. It's been 18 years. Mm. And now looking back, like it like it's been 18 years it doesn't matter it's been a long time so whether you come out at 14 15 16 17 or even 21 24 eventually you're gonna look back and be wow it's been 18 years who cares that i came out late you still have the rest of your life to live and the whole idea of coming out late like what is late it's your definition yeah just do it at your own pace is my biggest advice and to do it in stages and to prioritize yourself and your safety over anything you know, don't feel pressure to t- if you don't think your family's going to accept you, that's OK. Do it after you move out. Um, right. yeah. And if your family re- reacts negatively. Then your chosen family becomes more important. Those are the friends that you choose to be around. Those are, you know, your family, your blood family is just who you're born related to. And then your other family is who you choose to be in your life. And those yep. people can sometimes in certain situations become more important than your blood family. And so, you know, just take it step by step. And if you need help, my DMs are always open. You know, I've talked to a bunch of people, um, you know, about this, uh, whether on Twitter or, you know, Instagram or whatever, just people messaging me. And like, that's what I tell them, you know, do it at your own pace. You know, I'm always here too. If if you ever need someone to to like listen to, 
or to listen to you, uh, that can be me. I love it. I love yeah. that. So that's amazing. awesome. And, and I think I think that's a wonderful piece of advice. It's yeah. you know, it's like a flower, right? There is no right time to bloom. It'll exactly. bloom when it's ready to bloom. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. bloom whenever you can. That. That's why I love butterflies mm-hmm. so much because I like the whole transformation of a yeah. caterpillar, yes. you know, to a butterfly. Like I love butterflies are my favorite thing. I have a butterfree tattooed on my arm. You know, Aww. like I, I just I love butterflies so much. It's oh, the imagery of all in my favorite song by Mariah Carey is butterfly. Like it's just uh, it's a recurring theme in my life. Got the more that we're getting this opportunity to talk and learn more about you, the more I'm realizing that you and Karina have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> so Leo, of course, yeah. um, her we often get in debates about who's more iconic, Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey. She oh is gosh. always Mariah Carey. Yeah, um, which I completely understand. I love so. them both, but like I'm just more yeah. partial to Mariah because she. She's the definition of an artist. She writes all her music. She produces it. She's like in Whitney is the voice. Yeah. yeah. And her, her, her skill and her talent was like expressing her emotions through her voice on, on words that somebody else wrote, which is a skill. And then Mariah's right. skill is doing that on top of also writing the songs and putting her life into her music. And yeah. it's like therapy to her and therapy to a lot of her listeners, you know, like, Yes. Yeah, Mariah will always be my number one, but that's not to take anything away from Whitney because I love Whitney so much. It's like, agree. Yeah, they're both so good. Favorite Christmas song? See, I'm just. See, I'm hive mind with Corey now. Okay. Breaking <laughs> <laughs> Josh's heart. Oh my gosh! Favorite Christmas song is actually not Mariah. Uh, it's Last oh. Christmas by Wham. Oh, oh yeah, that's, just, a that's a good one. It's just super like it makes me sad, but yeah. it's like. I don't know. I feel like that's been like that song is like my Aww. life, but like, but I love it. It's like, I'm such a like, I'm, I'm like a, I like sad things sometimes, like watching oh, sad movies, things that make me cry. I'm just an emotional what? type of person. Oh yeah. So. Look, look, that's look who's high minding with Corey now, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, she gives me shit because like all, I, I love sad music. Cause my thing is, uh, is I think when people are sad or going through a hard time, they create the most the, beautiful art. What's the song? It's the, it's the one about the, the, like, the wife or whatever, like she knows oh, her husband's Sam, cheating it, on her or whatever. Sam Smith. Sam Smith or oh, something. Oh, uh, oh, Sam Smith. Like, yeah, uh, uh, you're not the only one. Yeah, you're not yeah, the only one. Yeah, like that is and such he, a. Uh. He will like blast this song and like sing it with all his heart, and I'm just sitting over here like, yeah. where is all this emotion coming from for this song? Right. I'll do that like, when I'm in the gym. I will literally be just like squatting 400 pounds or something, <laughs> listening to some ballad. And just like <laughs> going through it in my head, but love it's it. just I That's love amazing. it. It's, it's not even like I'm like getting sad. I just like feeling yeah. emotions, which I think yeah. is why. Like growing up, there were a lot of people that were just like, "Oh my god, Corey, you're you're too much," or you know, whatever <laughs> these things that I would hear. But like, <sighs> emotions are real and they're natural and they're human and yeah. like sharing. Mm-hmm. That's why I love reality TV too, is because they. They encourage you to just be who you are at all times and to be your most expressive self, you know, and I think that is a superpower being able to express your emotions, how you feel, how you think. And reality TV just makes you do it. And they get good. They get enough people who are good at doing that, that you start to just have these like really crazy moments with each other. And like, you know, I always think it's funny too. like people would ask, do you think you can actually find love on dating shows? I think you can because yeah. everyone that's there, well, not everyone, but a lot of people that are there are showing up for the same reason. And they're open. 
they're right. They're they're in real life. And you go on dates, you're so okay. It's the first date. I can't do this. I can't do that. You have all these thoughts in your head. You don't, you don't want to come off the wrong way. When you're in these situations, like a dating show where the point is to do that, all your walls are down and you allow yourself to skip ahead to the part where you're letting somebody impact you. And that's actually one of the biggest things I took from like doing improv and acting in my like late teens or early twenties is I learned how to let other people impact me because like improv classes, you're going off the other person when you're doing like, I did the Meisner technique of acting which is like you are you're reacting to what someone is doing. You're not. And it's just like I allowed to let other people impact me. And I think being in a reality TV world, you need to be that you have to be able to react to every situation expressively because nobody wants to watch someone who's just quietly going through their emotions in a room like that's not yeah. entertaining TV. Not to no. say that I go on TV to be entertaining. I just go on TV to be myself and to be expressive. And whatever happens, happens. But I think that's like, it's such a thing that we don't do in our normal lives because mm-hmm. we're just, there's, there's, there's real consequences to being super expressive in real life that you yes. don't have yeah. in reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> like in real life, if I'm in a meeting with someone at work and I don't like something they're saying, I just mute my mic, turn off my camera or something. And I just, whatever, roll my eyes. Yeah. Right. On reality TV, I would tell them, you're stupid. I don't like this. I would actually tell them how I feel instead of keeping it inside. So it's, that's what like people who haven't been on reality TV think that it's all, it's all fake. It's not fake. You just say the things you normally wouldn't say in real life, but you still have the same thoughts. You're just putting them out there because you're encouraged to. Yeah. So you just turn that filter off. Exactly. Get rid of your filter. And we all would be such different people (laughs) if our filters were off all the time. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's like that meme I showed you the other day and goes, How to be professional, replace go fuck with go fuck yourself with thank you, I'll get right on that. Uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Or like, oh my god, I said this recently to someone. I was like, Oh, thank you for your feedback because they weren't happy about something. And I was like, <laughs> Thank you. My my personal favorite at work is per my last email. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the one right there. Yeah. Oh, see, I just gosh. don't respond. If somebody is ignoring, I'm just like, okay, I'll let that sit there. I am so petty, but I, you know, I in the workplace, it. in real life, I, I can make sure my pettiness does not come out too much. But if I'm, <laughs> if I'm in a reality TV world, petty Corey is going to come out. Right. So love it. Before I get into my obligatory challenge questions that I yeah. ask every one of our guests, uh-huh. I I just wanted to say this. I really feel like that we were robbed of Corey being on the real world because I feel yes. like he would have been phenomenal in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. That seems like ideal prime time Corey to me. That was yeah. my dream. So like obviously, you know, the challenge was on, but I started watching the challenge because of the real world. I right. watched mm-hmm. all of the real world's real worlds growing up. And yeah, that was if there was one show I could have gotten on, but I never, I never applied or tried because I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to really. I also thought that they, you know, they're getting tens of thousands of submissions. What are the chances they're going to see mine? Um, but yeah, that was that was my dream show to be on. Like I, yeah. I loved the real world, and who knows, I could have gotten on the challenge sooner if you might <laughs> I was have, yeah. on the real world when I was younger. So, what was your favorite season of the real world? Oh my gosh! So when I think back. Um, I think was it Philly that Karama was on? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mostly uh, that's my favorite because of Karama. 100%. I love that one. Yeah, yeah. That was I don't remember much about what happened that season, but I just know <laughs> what Karamo meant to me seeing him. 
Uh, And so that will always be my favorite. I actually like, I don't know, maybe last year or something like we DM'd on Instagram or on Twitter uh, because I think I tagged him in something like shout out to the queer black men that came before me on the challenge. And then he yeah. like DM'd me and was like, good luck or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, this means the world to me. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. He, he's one of my heroes I would love to meet. Like you say, don't meet your heroes, but hopefully I meet Karamo and like we, we hit it off and we're friends. Uh, right. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't like one of my friends. He doesn't like, hey, whatever. <laughs> There's another reality <laughs> TV person that uh, him and Karamo don't get along. And I'm like, well, hopefully Karamo uh, likes Right. Uh, you never know. Like, <laughs> You never know if you're going to get along with somebody, but I try to get along with everybody. So, yeah, I think it's it, like with friendship and getting along with people. I think sometimes, yeah, you're just innately not going to get along with someone. But sometimes, yeah. Also, I feel like 50 percent of the time is just timing. Right. Catching oh, that person course. on the right day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but shout out to Karama because I heard he he got picked up for hosting a television show. I yeah, believe the Karama yes, show. Is that's like, right. I, think yeah. it's, uh, I don't know what channel it's on or anything, but it's going to be like syndicated and stuff. And like, yeah, I think weekdays, like I'm whatever it goes. I follow that account so I can know when it comes on, but yeah. I am going to support. He'll, he'll get my view. I'll put it on my TV and my computer. You know, he'll get two views, whatever. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah. see. I want to see him do well, because, you know, if I. I would love to expand what I do in the entertainment world. And like, you know, he's, he's a host and he's also on queer eye and he's like doing Mm -hmm. the things that I also want to do. Like he's a really good positive voice for our community. And Mm -hmm. even on like queer eye, they're impacting people's lives in a, such a very good way, whether you're a viewer or you're somebody that they're giving a makeover on the show. Like that is the type of positivity and, and like good that I want to do through entertainment. He does hosting, right. like all the things he does. It's like, I want to just follow the Karamo like blueprint and do this while also <laughs> hopefully making video games and being on the challenge. So Heck it's yeah. like, I just want to do everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just finding the time now. Right? Yeah. I got this 24 hours in a day. I can do it. Well, I, I need to make sure I sleep. So not before. I sleep. But yeah, yeah. 16 hours. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say you push 16, 18 hours, you get a lot done. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so all right, um, to get into the obligatory challenge questions, I ask everyone, and I'm really gonna ask you these because I know you're a fan as well. Yeah. Um who's uh do you have a male Mount Rushmore and a female Mount Rushmore for the challenge? How many people are on Mount Rushmore? Four. Four? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know that. It's probably <laughs> bad. Oh my god, this yeah. is a trivia question <laughs> for TJ one day. Is like how many people you're gonna come back to this and be like, HR. thank you, challenge fandom podcast. <laughs> right. It, it reminds me of like what was that Jay Leno where they just go out there and randomly ask people on the street like like ridiculous scenes, like yeah, things that we should know, but I, yeah, we, we just don't. <laughs> yeah, like who was the first president? Abraham Lincoln? No, that is absolutely George incorrect. Washington, right? Yes. Yep, yes. Bing. Oh, okay. Oh my god, yeah. I had to question myself. I slept through high school, so I <laughs> I actually funny story. I I didn't fail out of high school, but I didn't get my my high school diploma my senior year. I had to go to summer school after my senior year because I mm-hmm. think I failed my English class because I never did homework. So like oh. I yeah. And then I, I was supposed to go to college and I didn't. I told my parents like if I go to college, they were gonna pay for it. I was like, if I go to college, I'm gonna be wasting your money. I schooling is not <laughs> how I learn. It's yeah. not how I do things. Let me not go there and waste four years of my life. So I just moved out, started working, and then everything else was history. But yeah, I am not a school knowledge. Like I'm smart, I think, but I'm just not 
you know, book smart yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you're you're not going to win a Jeopardy contest. No, but probably not. But you know stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I know the things See, I know. Okay, but yeah, yeah as I keep saying, okay, my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> um, I've never thought about it, but I mean, obviously CT, bananas for the men. Uh, do I want to put Wes up there? I don't know. It's your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I don't know how many times. I don't know what. I don't know anyone's stats. So like I'm I'm sure my Mount Rushmore will be wrong based on like stats. This is just going by my head. Uh, I'll put Wes up there, and I don't know who else has won a bunch. Um, who's your favorite challenge? Watching like like it doesn't have to be who's won all it. women. It's who's your Rushmore? That's true. I'm just gonna throw Frank on there because he's hot. I nice. like it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. He's very hot. I like he's a man though, and he's you know if he ever did the challenge again. I'd just be, uh, I'd be in awe because he's a beautiful man. He um, is, yes. Okay, and then for the <laughs> women, so yeah, if I'm not going based on just like whatever, I'm going off of like their iconic status in my head. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. That's how we want him. Yeah. 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 So Coral, Anissa, mm-hmm. uh, Cara Maria, and Laurel. I love Those that. are my like, icon- when I think of the challenge women, those are the four. Like I love I, that. Yeah. You don't even have to go for wins. That's a fucking yeah, murderer. Like, like they they yeah. are just like the definition. They've all had such an impact on the challenge. Like yep. I think of like the coral fight of like, what was it? Like, I don't, I don't wrestle, I beat bitches up or something like that. <laughs> yes. like, that, is, that was everything. I don't know how old I was when she said that, whether I, high school, middle school, whatever. Oops, I just dropped my water bottle. Whatever it was, like she said that and it was like icon. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's like no offense to Trishel, but like that moment rivals two with Anissa, where she's like, um, where she, where she, she, you oh, can, she said you cannot, you cannot fight Boo Boo, so it does not matter. Because <laughs> yeah. like, Trishel was like trying to like square up with Anissa. Like, yeah. what are you doing? I wish I, I, mean, I love Anissa now, but I would yeah. have loved to meet her in her like feistier days yeah because she's obviously you know she's, she's a grown <laughs> mature woman she's not the yeah. same we all grow over years but i would have loved to you know when she had the short hair and everything oh, yeah. like that yeah was, i don't need a gauntlet yeah. i'll cut you with words so i want to see that side of her come out again because you know it's there it's like you <laughs> it know is. ct still has that side to him yeah. if he if it needs to come out it will i want I don't know who's going to make that come out of Anissa and I don't want it to because of like her <laughs> mental health, or whatever, but I want to see yeah. it like, cause I love it. It's like, <laughs> as, a, as a fan of the challenge, like I want to see that. And it's yeah. so, so crazy being a fan and also being on it because it's like, it's so, I don't know, because it, the people that I enjoy watching are probably not the same people that I want to be on a season with. <laughs> because just, like the reasons why I like them are probably the reasons why we may not get along, but you know, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> so Corey, um, I'll, I'll tell you this. I haven't, I don't think I've really shared this story on the podcast much, but yeah. um, one of my all time favorite moments from any interview and we oh got to interview yeah. Tori Deal, and like mm-hmm. I've got, I've had a crush on her since I've seen her. Mm-hmm. Green even encourages it. It's like her crush <laughs> on CT. Um, you know, we've got to meet Wes, and, oh, yeah. and quite just recently Jordan. But by far, my most favorite moment is when we talked to Anissa. And I said something and she snapped back at me and started going at me. Yeah, she oh started like ripping into it. Oh my God, bit. what did you say? And I, 
I didn't say nothing. I just took you, it all in and enjoyed it. Oh, wow. And then I explained to her that she misunderstood what I was trying to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the, at the end of the interview, he was like, that was the coolest thing ever. And Nisa just yelled at me. I'm oh, so happy right now. She's never yelled at me. So maybe, maybe I'll get that on her one day. Although I don't well, want, I want her to love me forever. Right? Well, oh, I mean, to, so cool. to be fair, Corey, she's never voted me in either. So. Yeah. We, uh, you know, yeah. Know. she's the only. Oh yeah, her and uh, Logan are the only people who've just said my name. You know, house votes, whatever. But like, yeah, the only right. ones who were like, out of all thirty-four people here, Corey and Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not the guy who doesn't know who TJ is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, with that elimination, yeah. like because it was more weight based, like obviously I'm, I think I did well, but I think a lot of the dudes who were like strong would have done well too. I mean, nothing, yeah. Renan is great, but he's smaller guy. And yeah. if you go just off of weight, a lot of us were heavier than him. So mm-hmm. it would have been harder. Yeah. And Michaela, no matter how hard she tried, Moving me 230 pounds and Michelle and Renan is a lot. Whereas I'm used to pulling a lot of weight. Like (laughs) I'm just, yeah, it's just what I do and how I train. So it just, yeah, that, that challenge felt like it was built for me. And I think about the backpack thing and I'm like, could I backpack bananas? Probably. Probably. I probably could. Kel, I know Kel's could. Kel's might be able to backpack me, to be honest. Kel's is (laughs) like, I think, so I'm 6'3". He might be 6'5". His and legs I, are insane. Yeah. And he's still somehow like so toned. I'm like, yeah. how are you that yeah. big and muscular? Like, I'm big and stuff, but I'm like, I don't have six pack. But then I look at right. Kels and he has like an amazing, like, defi- I'm just like, dude, what, what are you eating over? Like, like <laughs> I need to just get me your diet because it's, I, he's, he's a beast. I want him to come back too. Like, I think, uh, oh, yeah. There was a number of people, I think any other season, like you guys said, would have done so well. Oh, it yeah. would have been a force. Um, yeah. And I would love to see Kels come back and just just to see how that changes the, the power dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. Certain people just feel safe. And, you know, I, I don't that's just tough when you have people who feel safe and then people who are fighting for their lives. Um, that's why I kind of like the Challenge USA. Like I, I do like the algorithm format because it allows or it forces you to adjust what you're doing every single episode yeah um, exactly yeah it, it, if i yeah that that is such a good mechanic i just i love it like it would be yeah. annoying but i also would know <laughs> as a player the safe teams won't always be safe yep. so and i'd rather take that than being stuck with someone that makes us a target like me and michelle i love her to death but like us together we're always going to be a target Yep. And the only yep. way to not be partners is to try to win an elimination. And we ended up losing. So it's it just, yeah, it's just, it was, yeah. Give me the challenge USA format any day and I'd be happy. So hypothetical, let's say you win that elimination. What partner were you going to pick? Uh, it was between Amber. Although I guess I wouldn't have been Amber because she was in. But before I knew who I was going to be going against, it was between, mm-hmm. I think, Amber and Casey. I think, mm, yeah, oh, I think yeah, that, that was what my head was because I, uh, yeah, I also kind of think in, in my very first elimination where we won, I shouldn't have, like, I love Tori, but I shouldn't have taken her. Mm, I, I think, yeah, camera keeps getting messed up. I think, um, 
that makes us too big of a target. Oh my god! Right. But I was thinking about her political collect connections, and and she's obviously a strong competitor. I feel like I could win things with. But right. it also like she was also too obvious that someone else was going to take her. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I really wish I could have just gone for Amanda or something. Right. Like yeah. somebody who has the connections, isn't as big of a target on paper. Um, somebody probably won't steal her as soon as right. they were going to steal Tori. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I just, I was thinking power. I want to win. I want to win challenge. I want to win the, you know, the, the dailies. Um, but yeah, I think about that a lot, actually. I'm like, how, how would things change significantly for me if I didn't choose Tori? Right, uh, right. But in my head, I'm just like, I'm a fan of Tori. I love Tori. She's amazing. I want to be yeah. partnered with like a badass woman. And, you know, Tori yeah. is that woman. So that's why I chose her. It's like I let the I wasn't thinking about the game per se. I was just like, I like Tori, you know, so I chose her. And sometimes right. the person that you like the best is the best person to be with anyway, because who knows how Amanda and I would have done if I would have chosen her, yeah. for example. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, well, to be honest, I would have made the same choice if I were you, and that was yeah. my decision. I would right. be like, uh, Tori, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. Ed didn't have mm-hmm. to take her as soon as I took her, but you know, yeah. and then so, <laughs> that sucked. I was like, okay, I felt safe for half a week, and right. now, <laughs> now I'm not safe. Just, Again. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Korean, did you want to go into the final question? Because this is your question to ask more than it is mine. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're done with your, I can keep Corey on here for another two <laughs> talk hours forever. talking video games and everything else. Um, but I also know we, we got back to school tomorrow. So, oh yeah, we do mm. have back to school I have tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not oh, working. Because, I know it's your birthday. Uh, my birthday. I'm not doing anything though. Like I'm doing stuff with my friends next weekend for my birthday, uh, but my yeah. actual birth day itself i'm not doing anything relax yeah enjoy it yeah. enjoy right. peace and quiet and relax mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i'd say cuddle with cuddles yeah you cuddles yeah. watch some movies yeah. she has not made a cameo but it is like her, <laughs> she usually naps midday and that's right. probably what she's doing right now she's out that's yeah, yeah that's exactly what ours is doing I, i'm almost positive <laughs> up on his post just judging people Aww. from there but so anyway, I, I do have one final question yes. that I like to ask everybody, and I'm actually really excited to ask you this question. Okay. After everything is said and done, you're done with reality TV mm-hmm. and, you know, you're done with activism work and all of that. What message do you want to leave behind for people? Like, what do you want people to remember about Corey Lay? Um, come as you are, because it's enough. Aww, Simple I as love that. that. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's it. I like that. All the, you know, for all that I am, the goods, the bads, the uglies, whatever, it's all just me and it's okay. You know, I love that so much. Yeah. That's, oh my God. Yeah. That's actually good enough to get in neon lights. You should put it up on your wall. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I should get shirts. Yes. yes. You know, if I made yes. it further on Spies and Allies, I had a whole plan. I'm going to have shirts and things. And, uh, but I was like, okay, four episodes. Nobody's going to buy my shit. <laughs> Josh is like where Josh, Josh, Josh yeah. will right yeah yeah maybe my I'll, money I'll do a limited a limited order and just give them away for free or something I don't I don't need to ask for money <laughs> look I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest if if Derek Frazier can get away with selling those fans that say e vote I think you yes. can pull a shirt line well, he, I he was a, he was a finalist I you yeah. know like, yeah you know but it's still. different yeah but, but how no, many those, people those buy fans, fans. That's true. I, I got well, one gay world. <laughs> People have fans and clubs and stuff. It's like a whole oh, yeah. thing. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know where that came from. Probably from drag queens, but yeah, like everyone likes <laughs> to clack their fans and do the whole little thing. Yeah. Huh. That's I like awesome. That. I love that. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. sweet. <laughs> I sit at my desk and I mess with mine all the time yeah. while I'm like editing and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he yeah, has so- any more. I should get one. Put it on my wall or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We actually we interviewed him quite a while back, back in like March, and such a such a so cool, cool guy. I and, love him. And I, I talked to him and I said, "Look, m- my wife found it hilarious every time you said Evo." So, <laughs> and I was like, "Let me let me get one of your fans from you." So he he sent one over. Signed. Uh, like I said, just a sweet guy. Yeah, he's yeah. so cool. If you ever want to embarrass him, though, go watch his uh, MTV Made. Oh yeah, he was on Made. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. on Paramount too. It's on Paramount what? Plus. How did I not know this? Yeah, yeah he, he was on Made. What did they make boxer. him into? Oh, a boxer. oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my god. So how's he not been on the challenge? He's already been on MTV. What's That's happening? what I'm saying. I'm right. gonna go yeah. call someone. Yeah, it's gonna it's happen. Like, it has to. <laughs> Look, like I don't know if it's CBS or MTV, but it's gonna happen. And hopefully, you know, uh, you're right there with him. I want to be there with him because yes. I. I know we'd be such a fun dynamic duo. Like we, we already FaceTime. We play Fortnite together. We like, we, he's just one of my boys. Like I love Derek. I was supposed to go see him in Labor Day weekend, but uh, I'm buying a new house and I closed that day. So I can't. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Is it still on the West coast? Yeah, no, it's in Seattle. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not leaving Seattle. I have a feeling somebody's going to be leaving me for Florida. Oh, oh. Corey. Oh, Corey. I feel like he's destined for Florida. Me? Yeah, you. You know, I so I was actually thinking about it. Um, <laughs> but the the issue for me is as a gay black man, there are certain places I would live and not live. And unfortunately, Florida's fallen on that list of not living. Yeah. I just think yeah. politically and just the stuff going on there, I wouldn't feel I know from a day to day perspective, I'd be fine, but I'm right. just like just the direction things are headed there the and laws, they're voting yeah. in and the laws. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it's not the place I am trying to find a place. Well, I'm in Seattle, so I'm fine here, but I want to find the place to settle down grow roots and eventually build my family. And unfortunately, it's not Florida, yeah. um, not Texas either. And I thought about Texas, but like I, I could not live there. Um, I don't want to go back to California. I don't want to pay income taxes. So it's like yeah. Washington is like it so i think i think i'll be here actually for the long foreseeable future (laughs) i was gonna say if you get a chance uh just even visit northern nevada uh, oh. It's it's no income tax, obviously, just like right. in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's not 140 degrees here in the summer. <laughs> oh, so. it's colder up there. Yeah, so okay. we get snow here. We're like the high desert. We're what oh. 30 minutes from Tahoe. Yeah, we're about 25, 30 minutes from Lake Tahoe. This where is we good are. To know. Right yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you know, just food for thought. But in <laughs> yeah. the meantime, yeah. I like it. But yeah, I know Washington. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got family that's from the mm-hmm. Kent Auburn area. So, okay. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I've heard about it. It's just a beautiful area up there. I'm sure it's changed quite a bit, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty. A little oh, bit more yeah. crowded now, a little dirtier, but <laughs> it's pretty. That happens. Yeah. I, was, I was gonna say the most I know about is from either Real World Seattle or like Sir Mix a Lot, like Posse on Broadway or something. Oh like my that. gosh! Yeah. Oh wow. But, but Corey, uh, before before I start nerding out even more, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I've yeah. I've really enjoyed this conversation for everything outside of the challenge more than we even talked about the challenge. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. But I really enjoyed that part too. So I want to thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. You know, all three of you, uh, you know, Josh, thanks for bringing on uh, Day. Thank you for bringing them on. And this has been an 
great conversation. I haven't done a challenge podcast in a very long time. Uh, <laughs> I think my last one was probably, you know, as my episodes were airing. And I think I, I got kicked off last September. So, yeah, it's oh, been yeah. almost a year since I've done anything. And this is this has been fantastic. Sorry it took so long. I know oh, it's, it's I know okay. I've been saying I'd be on here for a while, but I'm glad we finally <laughs> got some time together and hopefully there's more in the future. I'd love to come back on whenever yes. there's a reason for me to be back on. So of course, well, yeah. even if you want to come on and just recap an episode with us, you're always more than welcome. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I guess we'll, we'll see what's happening with the next challenge season and maybe yeah. come on from one of those. Yeah. That'd, That'd be, be fun. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can talk my shit. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Well, I I, I want to say one more thing before you oh, yeah. leave. So yeah. I, I put this out there. We just talked to Derek, uh, DK Derek Kaczynski last week. And oh yeah. I put, yeah. I put the feeler. I asked him. I said, "How <laughs> how real is uh, Challenge Mania Seattle?" Oh and yes. He's like, "It's in the works. We're in trying to do like a small party beforehand, and then okay. hopefully do a Mania around uh, MLB next next uh, MLB All Star next year." When does that is that like April ish? No, it's like maybe? July would be. Oh, the oh it's later in the year. Okay, yeah. okay. no, no, no. All yeah, All Star Weekends. What? Yeah, June or for, July. Yeah, June or July. Oh, okay, cool. I'm so like they tell him if he's doing it in Seattle, I better get the invite. Me and Kendall. <laughs> Kendall yes. needs to be there as well. I, I love Kendall. Both your names last week, and I okay, said Scott Yeager a message. So what do yeah. you need yeah. for me to help? I think yeah. Bessie would probably uh, I know he was out in Seattle earlier this year and I hung oh, out with yeah. him. So I, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing here, but I feel like he could probably come <laughs> out and hang out, too. But yeah. yeah. Oh, I was going to ask real quick since you brought up you still doing yoga occasionally with Kendall. So I have fallen off of the last <laughs> couple of months, unfortunately, <laughs> but uh, I plan on going back. Yeah, yeah. She, nice. lives, she lives a little bit outside of where I live. It's like a 30 minute drive. Yeah. Um, but I need to figure out like just when I want to go on the weekends. But yeah, like honestly, doing yoga with her is it it changed my body. Like I yeah. I, I like being strong, but being strong and also limber and like good balance. Like I understand why she's so good now because she's always doing yoga. And I'm like, I need <laughs> to I was doing it three times a week when I was like earlier this year. So uh, I just got to get back on it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So good thing we mentioned it. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that back in my head. So I don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were going to bring it up anyway, and I'm glad that he did because I forgot to earlier because Kendall's like, yeah, why don't you just come up and do hot yoga with me and Corey? And I'm like, I don't want to die. Yeah. It is very hot. I bring a gigantic water bottle. And by the time I'm done, it's all gone. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> it's tough, but you feel so good after. Yeah, <sighs> yeah that I've is heard a, that. Yeah, I just even with regular yoga after you get done doing it, it's just it's a, a calming, relaxing. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, uh, once again, we could go on for hours and hours. <laughs> yes, Are we thank still you so to say much. goodbye. I know. Yes, <laughs> goodbye. <still. laughs> y'all, y'all are amazing. I really appreciated this, and you, you made go. my day and my family's day. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you made my day. I this I like to. I like to know that what I'm doing and what I'm saying matters, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, literally I'm going to carry that with me and I'm going to probably re-listen to this and cry again when I'm <laughs> listening to it. It's actually funny. I'm, I'm a weirdo. I listen to everything. I, I'm weird. I listen to everything I do like 12 times. I've seen every challenge five lives an episode, like my first four, I've probably seen them all 20 times memorized every <laughs> single thing I said and did. And I'm, I'm weird. I'm probably going to listen to this a thousand times too. 
All right. So um, <laughs> we'll give you a heads up on the release date. We got a few okay. others that we're putting out that we've talked to uh, prior yeah, yeah. to talking with you. But yeah. I'm thinking within the next month or two because we do releases every two weeks. So yeah. okay, cool. But yeah, 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 we'll definitely let you know ahead of time. And yeah, thank you so much. This was awesome. Like I literally forgot we were even like recording the podcast. I know for a while we're just there. having a good like, conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much, Corey. Yeah, it was for awesome it to meet you. you. Y'all are great hosts. Oh, oh, well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Well, see you later. Happy Sunday. <laughs> happy Sunday. <laughs> happy early birthday, and too. Yes, yes, have a good yes, birthday. birthday. 32, I'm old. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm still young. Yeah. I'm young yeah. at heart. I'm, yes. I'm going to be 45 next month. You don't look a day over 17. <laughs> I thought Corey was going to say a day over 42. Right? <laughs> I thought he was going to be like 35, 36. No? Okay, I'll say, I'll say 30. Yeah, I like it. I like All it. Right. All right, Corey. Thanks, Bye, guys. Corey. Okay, that was freaking awesome. That was a lot of fun. And that was so much fun. And Oh, my gosh. I didn't expect it to go that long. I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Okay, you go, you do that, Josh, and I'll sit here and freak out. Josh is having a moment that was actually really big for him, and I'm yeah. happy that we were here with him for it, yeah. and we were able to see it. Guys, you have your moment. I'll be right back. You all right over there, buddy? I am. I am. I, I, I really am. I tried to, uh, I was like, I watched the cameo, and I was going to, like, share it earlier, but it wouldn't let me because it's over two minutes. Mm, yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe I can email it to Karina and Karina can do something or figure out how to like post yeah. it or something. So, but no, I do. That was, that was all. Dave was nervous. Dave was like, I, I like in Seattle when they were up there, they were like, I want you to message Corey. No, yeah. don't. No, don't. I'm like, I'll message him. I mean, what's the worst Corey's going to do? Say, no, I'm, I'm busy or I, I happen to be over in this area. Come this way and I'll make time yeah. for you. So, I mean, now, now I'm be like, all right, they're up in Seattle. Hey, Corey. Yep. <laughs> By all means, I won't hesitate. But having that moment and finding out what it really truly meant, because I just, I just wanted something to like, from somebody that is went through what they, they went through or yeah. going through at that moment. And I, all I did was like, you can only give so many um, words in your request on a cameo. Right. And it's, you know, just the essentials. And Corey knocked it out of the park. It was yeah. amazing. It, it was like he actually knew day, knew right. exactly what to say to make them feel comfortable, make them get the message and feel that to come out and do what they did right. on Thanksgiving. And to find out that it came, the courage came from that cameo makes it all that much more important in the connection for Corey and the support for Corey will live on. So yeah. F you all. <laughs> no, man, it I, was, it was a really, yeah. I just, I feel very privileged to be able to be a part of it yeah. and to sit here and watch it happen and, and watch the, how much it meant to you, how much it, it meant, it meant to day yep. and how much it meant to Corey as well to hear that story, yeah. to see him be brought to tears by it as well. Um, that, you know, it's more than just words for him. It, it really is part of his life and what what he loves doing. And yeah, that's it's a, it, I know we say it jokingly, but people helping people and, and everybody loving everybody. And it's a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. It was a really special moment. It, probably the best thing that's happened on our podcast that does Ever. involve yeah. the challenge 
well, let me rephrase that. Best thing that's ever happened on our podcast ever. And the fact that it didn't involve the challenge makes it so much more important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree 100%. I was, I was going to have this conversation with you guys um, the other day just about moments that we've had on the podcast and just be like, hey, you know, let's, let's, what was your favorite moment? What was your favorite guest? Not favorite guest, but your favorite moment. And, you know, nothing for me moving forward is ever going to beat this moment. Yeah. I, yeah. Abs- I don't think anything would is ever going to beat this moment for me. And it's not even my child, <laughs> you know, like it was just, it was such a beautiful thing to, to watch and to watch happen, watch happen right here. You know, yeah. it was just. More importantly though, was your favorite moment prior to that, me wearing the turtleneck and blazer for Tori? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was that episode. So, you know, oh, the, the search for syrup. No. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, you know, both times I've cried on on the podcast were yeah. those two times. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got teary eyed for this one. Yeah, I got teary eyed. I cried and, on this one. Oh. Too. And look, I think I was out of screen. I was like, <laughs> I don't Josh wanna... was hiding. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I think it's it's these conversations that are. Are what make this so rewarding for me is yeah. the conversations about. Uh, that we had with Day and Corey on this one, as far as coming out and him explaining, like, you know, if he could give a piece of advice to anybody that was contemplating coming out or thinking about it, or the conversations we had a, with Davis about his his life coming out or his yeah. story coming out, and just different people in general uh, and uh, things that aren't related to the challenge and what they might help one of the listeners go that might be going through something similar or at least give them the courage to go through whatever they're going through exactly not to mean it's the same thing or they're going through the same thing but you know what i mean it's i love hearing these stories of of triumph yeah there's no other way to put it yeah Yeah. absolutely well and i mean and i i think it also you know again kind of goes back to you know the being unplugged and going beyond that edit with these people because you know, we heard that story from Corey about how Josh had, you know, kind of told him that Corey had come off intimidating and kind of arrogant. Uh, and not that he came off that way, but just that that Josh felt intimidated. Of that was the impression of yeah. Corey um, on Josh. And, you know, but then like sitting here and talking to him for the last like two and a half hours, he's. Nothing like that. I think it is, you know, kind of like what you said, where he's just kind of a bigger guy. And he also he he has this confidence about him that could be intimidating to other people, Um, you know, but like we get this massive moment of vulnerability between him and Day. And it just again, it it, it takes you beyond what you see of these people on these TV shows and in these edits and, you know, kind of breaks them open and, and breaks them down to real people that you can actually relate to. And, you know, the fact that that happened here on our podcast is just phenomenal. And it's it's definitely something I will remember forever. I loved his and his his, you know, his neon sign moment is <laughs> yes. after, after everything's wrapped up, what he wants people to remember. And that's come as you are because it's always enough. Yeah, I love and it's that. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. And I love that so much. I honestly, this is probably one of my favorite conversations that we've had because it encompassed so much and it was so free flowing. And the fact that we were talking about such a wide range of subjects, Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it a lot. I 
honestly walked into this thinking, oh, we'll be on for about an hour, 15 hours, yeah. 30. I didn't think we'd be pushing 230 on yeah. this. And, and we could have kept going. Kept like, going for another half hour. If we didn't minutes. have to go get our kids, guys, we'd probably still be talking to Corey right yeah. now. But like we have to like, get our kids and prepare for back to school tomorrow. But yeah. like there was a bunch of more stuff that I wanted to talk to Corey about, like especially in the video game thing, because like. I have an 11 year old who wants to do that and he's all about video games and he wants to learn programming and he wants to he, he wants to make video games and test video games when he grows up. And so, like, I had a slew of of questions for Corey on that topic. But, you know, again, that just kind of gives us an opportunity to have a follow up with Corey. And, you know, maybe we can dive deeper into some of those things, because like. He was fun. Like he was fun to just sit here and talk mm -hmm. to. And he's a great conversationalist. He's a great storyteller, you know, and I, I just I really enjoyed his company. That's for sure. No, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to post something here shortly on Twitter. Nice. Um, I took a of course, I took a picture of them. Good. Talking. I was hoping you took um, one. <laughs> Also, you are so, more than welcome to post the video that I made. Yes. But it has to be the fantasy one by Mariah Carey, not obsessed. Um, I deleted the other two because I already knew which one was going to go. Yeah, well, when we asked which one did he like, you said Mariah Carey. It was like, okay, but which Mariah Carey song, Josh? <laughs> I know, but then I, I made sure I, I, I maybe didn't get back to you, but I made sure with Corey. <laughs> uh, was he good like with it. the artwork too? He liked the Wakanda shirt and all oh, that? He, he, he loved it. He's just okay, like, good. Perfect. Oh, good. That's, that's great picture. He's just like, everything he's like he was waiting to come on today he was just like oh, hey where's the so link cool. um we're, we're still on for two and i was just like yes we are <laughs> i was actually just getting ready to message you oh be that's like, so hey, cool. it's, it's Corey lay day <laughs> i love so, him i love it yeah, he's you, awesome it's sir, great day. you have now earned the ability to talk about Corey lay for the next year on all round caps yes <laughs> so Folks, I hope you're I hope you like what we've been doing because we ain't changing the recipe. <laughs> yep. I mean, broke, you guys don't fix it. Long. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> guys, I have oh. go. Oh, one thing I wanted yes. to bring up really quick yeah. was a change to your 40. <laughs> I they're doing the ride or die right now. Um, uh -huh. and it's male, female. I could see it doing something like that next season where it's male, male, female, female. They're mm -hmm. going to have one female team winner, one male, and then have like the Alliance cutthroat type thing for 40. Yeah. So you want to, you want to, I told Karina what my actual new idea is and what I think is more accurate to happen. I think they're doing 38 right now, ride or die, uh, is what they think it's going to be called. We don't know for a fact. Right. We don't but, know. We don't know if that's what it's called, but, but that's, that's the, the theme. The, 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 what we've heard so far. Yeah. Um, 39, it's going to be like a rivals or something uh, similar to that, or who knows what it'll be. But while 39 is happening, I think we're going to get the War of the Worlds, you know, the Challenge USA and, yeah. and the, yeah. the other ones like global. Argentina, mm -hmm. the global ones. I think 40, we're going to get. Challenge USA, Challenge UK, Challenge Australia versus Challenge oh, MTV. Challenge of the champions. Yeah, and then we're going to get the MTV champs to go against them, and then we're going to see who's really the best at the challenge. That'd be cool. Maybe oh. throwing some all stars in there too. Yeah, that'd be awesome. This is probably all completely Ooh. wrong, but it's just an idea I have. I like it. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> all right, guys, I'm 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 out of talking. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. 
that I'm, was that was too much fun. I, I'm still on a mental high. It's like when, yeah, that's I'm just, I'm like I'm just still floating over here, yeah. like just floating on a high from that moment. Like it was just it's such a good vibe. I love it, and yeah, yeah there's not much more I can say about how awesome Corey is. All I know is if I make a Money Monday, he's getting bumped up to the at least three dollar range. <laughs> no complaining. The, yeah, just uh, saying. Anyways, and guys, you're gonna get somebody. Oh, oh, always. Where's CT at? Yeah, let me put him on every game we make. Make just, your own. I've just gotten yeah. to the point where I'm just like, if you don't like it, make your own. Yeah, just make I'm your done. own. It's fine. Yeah. Anyways, guys, that's a little Facebook chat for you. <laughs> Anyways, for myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, and for the one, the only, Josh motherfucking Chambers. We want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us chat with Corey Lay. We had a great time. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, but that's all we got for today. So if you get a chance, rate us five stars, subscribe, do the whole nine. If you're going to rate us anything less, go rate some other podcasts at. We only take five stars here. <laughs> Anyways, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love y'all. Bye. See ya. Bye.